What's going on, drinking buddies? How are you doing in the apocalypse? How is your quarantine going? Unless you're an essential employee, then, or a healthcare provider. Hey, thank you for all your hard work. You're keeping the world going right now. Appreciate the fuck out of you. And I hope this is, you know, helping you pass the day a little bit. Hope everyone's safe. Hope that even if you've gotten sick, that you're making a speedy recovery. We're living in some crazy times. This is a really unprecedented in our lifetime. And it's fucking wild, man. It's fucking wild. I've left my apartment twice in the last uh, two and a half weeks or so. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely an adjustment. Uh, We're going to have a quick word from our sponsors to try to get some cash flow coming into this motherfucker. You know how it is. First and foremost, we were brought to you by the video versions of a Now We Drink. The video versions are the best way to experience this podcast. See how much we're drinking. See the funny facial expressions. See some nudity on some episodes. Check it out in full HD at www.anwd.net slash videos. There's a couple free ones out there for you to check them out. I put a lot of work into them. And since I got nothing but downtime, I'm going to get the back catalog done. I swear to you. New episodes are dropping weekly. Beyond this episode, I honestly don't know if future episodes until we go back to recording in studio are going to be the video versions. I've recorded one remote episode so far, and I don't know if I'm going to put basically the Skype video of me and the guest talking on the video version. I'm not sure that's worth your money. In the meantime, check out the ones that are up. They're all in studio. All us having a ton of fun and just getting silly as fuck. Once again, that is www.anwd.net slash videos. Also, if you aren't sick of hearing my voice, I've been streaming on Twitch. Because fuck, I don't have anything else better to do at the moment. Check out my Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv slash Slayer. That is Matt, the letters F and N, Slayer. I'm streaming a couple times a week at least, playing some Fortnite, UFC 2, Borderlands 3. If you have Amazon Prime and feel like throwing me a subscription, it won't cost you anything except a couple minutes. And I would appreciate the fuck out of you for it. Because every little bit counts right now. Watch me play some video games. Bullshit with me online. It'll be fun. And last, but certainly not least, we are brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record in the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please has one new album that's essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please and has features you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. Can't beat it. New vinyl, rad art, and a new way to wet your whistle in these trying times. So check out Vinyl Me Please today at www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. My guest this week is rapper Alex Ludovico. Holy shit, this is a drunk one. Uh, we start out fairly coherent. Hour two, the beginning of hour two, is drunk as fuck. We've gotten into moonshine at that point, and... It is nonsensical drunk levels on this episode, guys. Holy shit. Fucking good times. But we talk about rap. We talk about a couple social issues. It goes all over the place. This was a, this was a, 
hyper, hyper drunk one. And holy shit. This Drunken Buddies is also the last studio recorded episode before we're all sheltered at home here in Los Angeles. So going forward, it's all going to be Skype calls. And and now, you know, this is the last traditional and now we drink for a time being. I hope you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies. Absolutely, Vigo. What up, motherfucker? What's up, motherfucker? How are we doing? Cheers. First cheers, 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 cheers. Woo. Woo. It's got to be out the solo for me. I'm like the worst host on camera right now. Like, give me the Trader Joe's whiskey out of the solo cup. Bruh, that's real life right there. Let's get it on cam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on cam. We're like, no, 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 no. This is how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. This is, this is perfect. This is surprisingly tasty, though. Is it? Oh, I mean... Trader Joe's does a good job with their booze. Not with their bourbon. No, their bourbon's I've so never, bad. Okay, it's so I've fucking never, bad. Okay, I've only had their weird scotch. This is the first time I've had this. I've never tried their bourbon. Don't try it. Don't do it. <laughs> well, see, now I have to. It's like that thing where you fart and somebody's like, ugh, smell it. Like, I have to try it now because you told me it sucks. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, we got it. We got a bottle of that, you know, back in the day when we were, when Draven was still on the show and we were getting like a different whiskey every week. Right on. <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah, the Trader Joe's. Bourbon. We'll do the Trader Joe's. What's the What's the bottle price? Like fourteen, something like that. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm. I'm sure it's delicious for fourteen dollars. No, it is not. <laughs> I believe the episode is like whoever the guest was and the bathtub bourbon because we're like this shit was made of bathtub. It's so grimy, so I grimy. It. I fucking love it. Oh my god, uh, this shit's delicious, man. No, I've had some of it. It wasn't horrible. Yeah, okay. I shouldn't be like praising it. It it works for the it does the job. It it does the trick. It does the job. It is it is Jameson esque. And I think that's all they're really going for. It's Jameson esque. Like would you like to buy some defective Jameson from us? Yeah, dude. I'm just like they got it off the back of the fucking JMO truck, couple barrels fell off, Trader Joe's. I'm sure that's their whole business plan, right? Like That's how they get everything. everything. Yeah, dude. Fucking, because aren't they the same people that own Aldi? And Aldi just has, like, all their brands, and it'll be, like, some random nice shit. And I'm just like, oh, this fell off a truck for sure. Because the boxes are always damaged, and it's always, like, bent cans of shit. And it's just like, whatever, dude. It's fucking Campbell's Soup. I don't care. And instead of Trader Joe's shit. Right? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Apparently, in Germany, there are two Aldis. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard about this. I've, like, yeah. So there's all these Aldis that we know from Chicago, Chicago, right? Which apparently there are some of those out in like the Inland Empire. They're not in LA, yeah, yeah, but no, they're no, in the I, Inland Empire. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, dude. I think there's one somewhere at like South Central esque. I don't know. I fucking love. I miss Aldis, dude. I miss Aldis so much. Also, I got it's Aldi because I don't know if this is a Midwest thing or a black thing where you just add S's to the end of grocery stores because it was always Dominic's, right? <laughs> Jewels instead of Jewel. Uh, well, we Dominic's makes sense. It's like well, it's Dominic's Dominic owned it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Jewel was not. Was, I'm. It probably was a person, but still, it's Jewel Osco. So it's just like Jewels, I'm the Jewels, the Costcos, <laughs> the Sam. Well, it is Sam's. 
It is Sam's Club, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does belong to Sam. Fair point. The apostrophe is there already. There's one on Roscoe and Panorama City is the nearest one. Oh, shit. I've been by that because I had a homie that used to live out there. I remember seeing that Aldi's and getting stoked, but never going back. I got to have a better memory. Fucking drugs put holes in your brain. <laughs> like, I love Aldi's so much. And then there's one in Alhambra and one in Altadena. See, Alhambra is not terribly far. Like, it's not awful. Was it like 2030? I mean, it's the same to Pamarana City, depending on when you go. Yeah, man. Fucking. So, mm, all right. Some the LA valley. geography for the little <laughs> listeners that don't live here. Yeah, a little, little valley love. Panorama, it's cool. It's on the way to, what is, what's the next one? Something with a V. Is Ventura a thing? Van, Van Nuys? Or? Van Nuys is out there. And then, where the fuck did I live at for a little bit? It started with an A. Oh, oh fucking. There's a, yeah. school, there's a high school. The DMV's out there. Fucking, I live there. Arletta. You lived in our former studio. Yeah, solid point. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of episodes of the show were recorded where you used to live. Yeah. Woo. Oh, this is me and this podcast. Every time, I think I'm two for two on blacking out, and I think I'm going to shoot for three. We do have a jar of mood sign on the bar. Oh, I'm good on the shine, brother. I'm good on the shine. He says it now. I'll, says it now. I'll try it later on. I definitely, towards the end of this, we'll get into the shine. Depending on how deep or ridiculous we get, it might be shine time. Oh, shit. (laughs) I guess we'll start with the professional questions. What's up with the new album? Uh, It's great. So it's a record called uh, The Red One Is Here Run. So it's me and this uh, producer. His name's Griff. He's Chicago, Chicago dude. I can't remember if he was born in New York and moved to Chicago or I don't know. He's super shy town now. That's all that really matters. But um, his he has the he has like, I don't want to mess up his kid number. I think there's five kids. Four kids. He has four kids, but they're all like really cool and creative. So his son had this drawing just like at his house one day when I went over there and I was like, that shit's tight. And then it was just like, he wrote something Japanese under it. What does it translate to? And it was like, the red one is here run. And I was like, that's the album title. Done. So it's just like, it's essentially, ooh, how can I do this for your listeners? It's like, a grindcore version of like rap shit in the sense of it's just like five songs. I don't think anything's over two and a half minutes. Just like blast of raps in your face. Super dope. Very lyrical. Very like in- aggressive bars. There's a couple things. There's some storytelling at the end, but it's just five songs of pure beats and bars. It's the best thing I've ever done, which is what every artist says for everything they put out. But I really do mean that. I think it's the best thing I've ever done. It's available on all your shit. There's an acronym that I supposed to use. DSPs, digital streaming platforms. Oh, look at you in the 2020s. Oh, yeah, shit, in the future. Ah, that's the Apple Music title, Spotify type folks or whatever. I don't know anyone who has title. But Apple Music, Spotify shit. Someone has title, right? Yeah, I mean, I got it for two bucks a month, like on an email deal. And it's just chilling. I keep forgetting to cancel it. But then I'm like, it's two dollars. Somebody's got title. That could have been like a pack of condoms if you use condoms. I oh whoa! I'm very on the condom wave now in the single life that I live. I live what? Not in the sense that I use them all the time, but in the sense of if someone is uncomfortable, I will gladly go and get them. 
right and then show it to them and walk away with it like <laughs> if she's like let's get the condom pop it i'm like yeah babe whatever bro like you know no 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 if, if my partner requests condoms <laughs> i use condoms yeah no it's all about consent baby it's 2020 we out here consenting on these ladies you feel me consent is the key word it is it <laughs> is but i am also on the raw dog life 2020 plan no mess no condoms yeah dude oh my god yes <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. Hey, baby, raw dog life. It's 2020 out here. No. Fuck the coronavirus. <laughs> fuck AIDS. Bruh, fuck raw it. dog everything. Yeah, fuck it all. Fuck it all, bro. We're all going to... First of all, millennials all have a secret death wish anyways. We're all out here just living reckless. So fuck it. Let's just go. Why are we being careful in certain parts of our life? Nah, whatever. Like, nope. Whatever. Condoms nope. are overrated. They're fine. They're great, I guess. Whatever. Cool. No babies. Yay. Um... Yeah. Like pointed out to me i was like i'm coming up here he's like is that that podcast you went on one time where you told people you couldn't come and i was like yeah that that's one. the one <laughs> see you don't need condoms you ain't finishing yeah so it's cool like whatever it's you know it's about making her feel comfortable whatever she wants that's what you do i agree i agree yeah, so it's, just, it's a condom time it's condom time dude yeah condom it's... time condom time i mean i'm gonna still pout a little i mean i will i'll just be like like eeyore okay <laughs> oh no that's eddie murphy okay whatever she say okay like whatever dude i'm trying to get laid you want to use condoms but then like want me to punch you in the face and choke you at the same time while you come it's a little confusing but whatever no no that's not confusing at all you don't think so no <laughs> no you don't, you don't think like, those are diametrically opposed concepts no bruises heal much faster than you know as something you need yeah all right fair point i i see your point I respect it. My dating pool is generally people that have more, to, like that I'm more of a hazard to STD wise than they are to me. Oh yeah, for sure. I I totally know what you mean because they take care of themselves and we're just out here wiling. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just wiling with them. So yeah, good point. <laughs> like oh hey oh anyways we're talking about fucking professional shit and it immediately went to dick stuff. <laughs> dick stuff is professional for some people, sir. True, that is true protect my protect all my sex workers um where was i yeah no so i'm i'm working this record now it's great i have a video dropping on wednesday for the first song there's a I, which well, will be out by the time this drops yeah it will it will so i'm sorry for dating it it'll be out by the time you hear this i'll have uh, a link posted in the bio um yeah so i'm doing that i have my first my first professional real tour lined up for the last couple weeks in May. Although, well, I'm going on tour. Fuck this Corona shit. Like, yeah, they damn right. They canceled. No, they didn't cancel. They pushed Coachella back to October. They canceled Coachella. It's in October now, dude. <laughs> it's the fucking the the desert, dude. You can throw that shit in December and it's fine. Oh no, it'll get cold <laughs> as fuck at night. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> cold as fuck at night yeah that is true i totally forgot about how geography and topography works um <laughs> good thing you're a rapper not a fucking geologist <laughs> but um oh shit that's gonna suck in october actually dude oh that's gonna be brutal yeah it's not gonna be fun i mean uh, it's coachella it wasn't gonna be fun in the first place yeah i haven't it's it's super overrated but still um did i ever tell you i like i worked a party house for coachella like doing no. security a couple years back no so I got hired to work the style hall house. Oh, that already, I'm already, it's like, and I mean, I, I don't know. It could be a lot of like, I was super of, excited about it because a lot of dirty shit. 
Well, I was told, like, oh, guests have to sign an NDA when they come in. Make sure oh. that they sign an NDA when they come in. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fucking rad. I'm going <laughs> to see some shit. I'm going to see some rich people get weird. Right. I did not see rich people get weird. It was depressing. It was a bunch of fucking YouTubers taking selfies in a pool. (laughs) Like barely going to the show. There's some like weird stat that like millennials have sex way less than every other generation or something. I think I read or it's just like everybody's just so in their phones and fucking like. I think that's Gen Z, whatever came after. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to remember, we're millennials. Millennials, We're almost like in our 40s. Right. Yeah. We're goddamn adults. Like I'm not wearing... I'm not skateboarding and eating my dung, you know, my uh, Dunkaroos anymore. Dunkaroos are coming back. I'm stoked. Are they? Yeah, no, for real. They're Fuck legitimately yeah. coming back. I read this recently. Yeah, they're totally playing <laughs> up to the millennial nostalgia. Yeah, dude, they know what time it is, bro. Like all this '90s shit. Like all they need to do is bring back uh, TRL on TikTok or something, and they'll have it. I'm still trying to figure this TikTok thing out. Uh, I mean, it's just a Vine replacement. Yeah, it's just Vine, but. I don't know. There's a lot of like I'll be on the the problem with it is that I'll be on there and I'll be like, ooh, this girl's hot. Ah, fifteen, I'm out. Ah, delete, delete, delete. Like it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> to be on there, dude. Like, uh uh. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> no, that's a no. Yeah. Just an absolute no. You know what I'm saying? We talked about this on here, I think, before. I you know what I'm saying? I tend to like uh my lady's a little more mature. You know, that's kind of my jam. I've never been into the whole, like, 18 thing. Like, eh. Yeah, I mean... Shit's overrated. Some people have been giving me shit because, like, I have brought some 22-year-olds into the bar recently. And they're like, she looks like a child. I'm like... Eh, what the ID say, bro? I mean, she... <laughs> I'm never judging. It's just for me, I just, like... my The hottest thing in the world to me is, like... Like a 40... C-section scar? I mean, those are pretty hot. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I mean, I'm not judging. <laughs> just like a woman who's just like, I, well, this is more of like an LA phenomenon because it's not something I ever ran across before. I lived in LA. It's a woman that's like 38 to like 45, generally freshly divorced, like went through her first marriage. So she's like working out and getting her shit together. And it's just like this. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Older women just are just like, do this, do that. This is how I come. Do this. And it's just like, yes, ma'am. And they're like, I have money. You don't have to. Have you ever just like, because then the ill shit sometimes too is like if they fuck with you and then you just like chill out like afterwards, like because I bartend, so I don't fucking work till like late. So they'll have to get up and go to work and then they'll just leave me in their house and they just have so much nice shit in there, bro. It's just so comfortable. They be having snacks and shit because like they have all the snacks, bro. All the snacks, the pillows are so nice. The towels to dry off out of the shower are amazing. Like, uh, y'all gotta get off this young girl shit, bro. It's all about these thirty-five to forty-five. No, I'm trying to steal the immortality with my penis. Yeah, dude, that's it. That's I, I get it. I get it. Talking to you, dog. <laughs> Talking to you. Full on vampire. Full on Dracula shit. I respect it. I fully. Respect I mean, it's it. just also mentally. I'm like, oh, you went through a divorce. You have kids. Like, you have a career. 
we're not the same place. Yeah. No, no. I never expected. I think that's the appeal for them, for me, is that. They're, they're trying to steal your youth? <laughs> not even my youth, just my carefreeness. It's just like, I make music. I bartend. I am. A Little did they know is, is not carefree at all. Oh, no. It's de- <laughs> it's, it's the most care. Uh, <laughs> it's like. It's like nothing but anxiety and depression. depression. Yeah. But to them, it looks freeing. So it's just like. That's I, what my social media is meant to look like, girl. Yeah. Just like, that's how I sell it to you. Um, nah, dude, but uh, I love him. I love him. I wouldn't mind being like a nice, you know, woman that's age appropriate. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. You and I have talked about relationship stuff before. It's a fucking minefield and a half, dude. In this fucking town, for sure. Yeah, dude, LA is the fuck. It's just, uh, I don't, it's weird. Like, I've, like, after this last relationship I was in, I'm just punting on all this shit for a little while. Like, every day I wake up. And I'm bored. And I'm like, should I download Tinder? I should download Tinder. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then I fucking don't. And then I feel better about myself. But then I spend the whole day wondering, like, should I have downloaded Tinder? I could probably, I could be on a date right now. I could be doing something interesting. And I'm just like, no, no, no dating apps, bro. You got like career shit to worry about. Your music focused. But then it'll, I'll be bored. I'll be like, I wonder what's happening on Tinder right now. I always like, cause Tinder always was cool for me. Like, my last relationship, I met that girl on Tinder. Did you? I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. No, we met on Tinder. It was dope. I, you know, I would, I'm never going to badmouth her. I have nothing negative to say. I have tons of negative to say, but I would never say it in a public forum, but. At least with this much alcohol on you. Yeah, no, for sure. One system more, it may come. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I just, fucking nah, dude. I got to be like, it's a distraction for the shit that I really want to get done as far as my music career goes. No, I hear you on that. Like, one of my friends who's a working actor was like, while I was going through some shit, it's like, dude, you don't need the distractions. That just takes away from what you're trying to do. Don't do it. I'm like, but, but, but. Uh, right. Uh, you might day, be right. Yeah, no, it, it is absolutely right. But the issue is that for me personally, it just is so all-consuming in my life when it's like, all right, I'm trying to get laid, dude. Like, fuck. Like, this is... And it's just like, I need to go to the studio today. No, but this girl said we can meet up for coffee at six, dude. Like, fuck the studio. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, for me, like, getting laid is not that difficult. It's like, yeah, huh, okay. If I want to fuck. It's like getting them around, you know, it's like... Oh, but I want you to kind of hang around and watch a movie. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's part of it for me, too, where it's just like the other thing is that I know if I get on there or if I meet somebody and I like them, like for me, I think so. I've been reading about love addiction a lot. And it's definitely of course, it's just like how it goes is I'll go on a date. Right. And then we'll like fucking hook up and I'll be like, oh, this is cool. And then like two days later, my brain's like, you love her already. And it's like, no, you don't. And then it's like, yes, we do. We love her. It's like, no, we don't do. We just met her shut up, bitch, you love her. And it's just like, yeah. And then I just fucking, every time, dude, every fucking time. And it's just, oh, it's so exhausting. Being a romantic is stupid and I hate it and I wish I could thought it out harder. Oh, that that does sound fucking exhausting. Yeah, dude, it's just every time, every time. I can't just like fucking just be like, okay, that was cool, good night. I mean, I, I have a couple of those in my life, but that's just, because I generally don't particularly care for their personalities as people, but it's just like, sex is pretty hot. That's the wild shit. Like, 
when I hook up with girls that like I think are attractive, but I don't like their personality, the sex is so hot. Like it's so hot, which is a weird thing where I think in my head where it's just like, oh, I don't give a fuck about you. So I'm just going to go to town. But once I care, it's just like, oh, there's like a weird mental block, dude. It's like, no, but I, I want to like pet your hair. And yeah, I, I want to yeah, be all dude. cute to you. Fucking ah. Uh, uh, I hate it. I hate it. So much. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, look, it takes <laughs> it takes me a hot minute to get to that point. Like, it goes from like, yep, sex, sex, don't care, don't care, yeah, don't yeah, care, yeah. and then all of a sudden a switch and like the light bulb. Like, I care. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, for me, it's like instantaneous, and then it starts right away, and then it like tapers off. Like it's like I love you right away, and then I start noticing things. And I start noticing things, and then I'm just like, oh, actually, well, actually. Well, actually, you kind of suck. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking weird, dude. I don't know. Like, Are you thinking about going to meetings for, like, love addiction? Uh, no meetings, because then I'll just end up fucking <laughs> the meetings. That would be a terrible idea for me to go to a love addiction meeting. Oh, come on. And then have, like, a sponsor that I have to call when I'm going through it. That'll like, do. I just raw dog this girl I met at the bar. I think <laughs> I, I love her. <laughs> I think we in love, bro. She said she don't never let nobody do this. She told me that herself. And I know it's always I mean, bullshit. She wrapped her legs around me and kept pushing me in yeah, as, as like, I was trying to finish. <laughs> Which is also the best worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you're a demon. Uh but Nah, dude, I just got to get over this shit. Like, it's just whatever. Like, so I've been avoiding dating apps. I've been just fucking sitting at home, working on music. Whenever I get the urge, I just play PlayStation instead. They just put out some PlayStation Now shit. It's like the Netflix of video games, and that's how I distract myself. It's great. And just fucking listen to podcasts and fucking work on music and try not to get caught up in the same bull. I'm trying to break the cycle, all right? I'm trying to break the fucking cycle. And it is difficult as shit. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, I mean, I'm trying to break the cycle in different ways. Like, I'm like, maybe I'll actually try to date someone instead of just like pop and go. Right. See, I see. No, like, there's a, I admire, like, well, I, I shouldn't say much. I do. I admire dudes that can be like that because in my heart of hearts, I am, I can be that dude. And I have tried it and it's just been like, nope. If you hooked up with her, you like her, bro. Like that's just how my brain works. Yeah, my my brain's like, oh hey, we we wanted to rub genitals, so let's rub some genitals, right? See, nah. And in my head, I'm just like, I wonder, like, who's your favorite artist? Like, what's like, who, do you like museums? Like, I love museums. Like, let's go on a date. Like, do you like sushi? I love sushi and shit. Like, it's just like, ugh, uh, this shit's whack. Well, I also realized, I, I think. In a bout of self-examination that I feel like I only want to get into a relationship when I'm in financial distress. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look back at like all the times where like I actually was dating someone. It's like, oh, no, hold on. Hold on. Like, uh, okay. So generally in 90% of the relationships I'm in, I'm never like the breadwinner, right? Right. Like I'm providing great dick and i keep the house super clean like those are this is what i give you and this, this is what i bring to the table table. girl like great dick house is gonna be clean i can't cook but i google the shit out of how to make some stuff and it's great you're a jewish princess <laughs> yeah yeah 
<laughs> oh my god so, so many realizations being made today and now we drink fuck yeah we do no for me like i've realized like oh every time i've actually been like i want to be down and be in a relationship it's like oh when i'm broke and don't have other entertainment options yeah i, I think that makes me a horrible person <laughs> uh no okay i wouldn't say horrible part part of it is knowing what you are right like a lot of but i only came to this realization like three days ago oh okay see this is new but that still just means that you're working on yourself as a person which is always a positive thing always good i'm assuming uh, that's assuming i make corrections right this is assuming i course correct yeah, that's also true but i mean even realizing it and just being like you know what this is who i am is still a good thing comparatively to like i don't know i spent like, this is the wild thing that I've realized about myself. I consider myself super progressive and a feminist, and I really, really give a shit about women's rights. But this is on the macro level. On the micro level, I'm super shitty sometimes. I mean, that's just <laughs> part of the human condition. Yeah, like, but also it's just, I mean, you know, nobody's perfect, but I like to think that I really give a fuck about, like, women's rights and shit. But I think about, like, relationships and some of the stuff I've done. I've been a generally decent boyfriend across the board, but I've also been, like, wild shitty. And it's just... Oh, no, I've definitely been wild shitty <laughs> a bunch of times. Right. And it's, I mean, it's, I, I didn't. Part of it is my desperate need for some real therapy. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my God. So I haven't been to therapy in, like, a few months, but going to therapy, I was going for the first time, like, last year, and it was fucking life-changing for me. And I was just... Because therapy's weird, because generally, like, maybe it's a man thing, maybe it's a black thing, whatever. Like, therapy, whatever. So I go in there. I go to my first therapy thing, like meeting, right? And it's like, I made it a point, like, I'm never going to be comfortable talking to a dude. So I was like, I need a female therapist. And to be honest, it was just like, I need a female therapist who's not white. Not that I have anything against white women or anything like that, but just in the sense of like, somebody of color really can understand my shit. So, but I went in still on some weird shit. And it was just like, I was like, hey, tell me about you. And it was like, I want to learn about you. And she's like, well, tell you about, like, and I was, she was like, well, tell me about what's going on with you. And like, in my head, I'm just like, this is stupid. And then it was just like, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything that's wrong with me. Bleh. And I was like, whoa, that was, I, at some point I was like, were they pumping shit in through like the vents? Like, why did I just let go so hard right now? And it was just like, oh, it's dope to have someone Granted, you pay them that they have no bias. They know nothing about you, nothing. So they're generally pretty fair and even keeled about like they got no fucking agenda. Right. It's just like they're just like, yo, you're paying me fucking. Ooh, how much is it? Well, my way too fucking much. Yeah, yeah. My therapist was like cutting me a deal because I was like pretty sure it was like the only black dude coming in there. And she was just like super stoked to talk to me. I don't know. She was just like, I need to diversify. <laughs> Come yeah, on yeah, in. Yeah, nah, she was like, because for the last bunch of our sessions, she just was like straight up not even charging me. She was just like, I was like, oh, this is tight. And to the point where it made me uncomfortable. Or it's just like, I have to give you some sort of money. Like, this is an hour a day. And I like, Ugh. but no, nah, it's like therapy is fucking great. And I need to get back to doing this shit. Like, I need to, like, I went home for a couple months. I know, I give you such shit about that. Yeah, it's okay, man. Because you're right, where generally people are like, I'm going home and they never come back. And I was like, 
fuck that shit. I'm never not coming back, dude. Yeah, but you were like for half a second there, there was still some doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a period when I was home where I was just like, mm, I'm bored and over this. And I think what really happened, if I would have went home in like April or May, I would have stuck around. But I went back home in like November. And it was just like, fuck this shit. I'm fucking freezing. I still have a fucking apartment in LA. Why the fuck am I here? Like that, that, that part, that definitely helped me push me to come back. Like I was always going to come back anyways, but that was like, if I went home in April, I might've stuck around way longer. Well, it's just, you are one of many people who will be like, I'm going to go home for a little while. And then they instantly regret it. Like, just don't go. Yeah. No, I just wasting time. Yeah. I just, time is finite. It is very finite. It is very, I don't know, man. Like, Part of it for me was that I fucking, so obviously we're Midwest. We know each other from Chicago, but I'm from fucking Gary, Indiana, dude. Like if Chicago was like a, like a person, Gary's like the butthole of the Chicago. I'm well aware of Gary, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that, I love my city. <laughs> I am not going to shit on it super hard, but I well, literally just called it a butthole. So I guess I am shitting. Well, Gary, Indiana is the only place <laughs> like when I was doing the armored car thing. That I had a guy try to sell me a TV while I was servicing an ATM. Yeah, I believe it 100%. Tried to sell me a TV <laughs> off the back of a pickup truck yeah. while I yeah. had an ATM open. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just like, He's like, you got cash right there. Yeah, Come on. Bro, is the cash right here. This is your cash, right? Nah, but um, fucking like being from there and just like kind of making it out, which is a wild thing to think about in the sense of... It's not like I'm like some wild success of in life. Like I'm doing well, cool. Like I exist. I have, I do great, but fucking being able to make it out and then going back. Like me and my mom get into this all the time. Cause like my mom's like obsessed with the idea of me just like being back home. And, of course. Yeah. Cause uh, she yeah. ain't thinking about your well being. She's yeah. thinking about her own. Right. Yeah. 100%. But it's just like, nah, I've fucking made it. Like, I'm not there anymore. I love my people. I wouldn't change a lot of my childhood because it made me who I am. But going home feels like failure. It is. Yeah. It is yeah. abject yeah. failure. Yeah, it's fucking... It, I, it was just like, I would rather be broke here than rich there. You ain't going to be rich there either. Yeah, I mean, I'd be... Comparatively, the mortgage that I would have because we have a bunch of houses in Gary. The mortgage is like one third of what I pay for rent. Yeah. There's a fucking reason for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like five bedroom houses and shit. It's wild. Cool. And what are you going to do? Just masturbate in five bedrooms all day? Yeah, that sounds lit. <laughs> as long as all the sheets are just like different thread counts on the beds and shit. Um, that sounds lit. Nah, dude, it was just fucking boring. It's just like right. It, uh, when Gre- well, what Green Day fucking said: when masturbation's lost its fucking fun, you lo- you're fucking lazy. Yeah, dude. Uh, but that loses its fun all the. There's times where I jerk off and I'm just like, I'm just bored. Like I feel like that's most dudes though. Or it's just like it's two thirty. I don't have to go to work. Mm, let's rub one out. I started a porn hard drive recently. Like that's where I like an external hard drive. Because the worst is when you go to your favorite sites and the video goes down and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to pay for this and I'm going to save it. Well, good on you for paying for your porn. Yeah, of course. Dude. Fucking like, it's so brutal. Like, I mean, I the f- the flex is you pay for the month and you just download everything. La, 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 la,
<laughs> hey man, I pay for it. Hey, the rules is rules, buddy. I, it's not like I'm stealing it. I pay for. No, you know what? I won't say anything anymore. Pay for that shit and then cancel it. Uh, I mean, there's definitely there's women I pay for their OnlyFans monthly. That's cool. Who you subscribe to? I'm not getting into. Oh no no no! no. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. no, I gotta know. I gotta know. Come on. Nah, nah, bro. They they regular schmegular girls. The regular schmegular girls. They're just regular schmegular girls. Oh, it's no one I know. Uh, not a, I don't think you'd know them. There's, I'm trying to think. There's a what's the dude it's like Dick Trainers or something. Oh, I know that dude. Yeah, I pay for his OnlyFans because he has like the fine ass chicks on there, and, and he, he bangs with the ski mask on. Yeah, it's a, that part's a little weird for me, but he he picks great chicks. And did I ever tell you that like I had to sit there and like be on my phone while Draven did her Dick Trainer scene? No. Yeah, I definitely own it. Get out of here. Yeah, that was during Exotica thing. Chicago 2016. Draven? Draven's my fave. Just like that the wild thing is like she's like my sister, so I love her to death. And it's just like I was on there and just like I was just downloading the whole I paid for the month, bro. And it's just like okay. Well yeah. <laughs> so that got set up during Exotica Chicago 26, 2016. And I always have admired her for being very progressive about like interracial shit. But it was just <laughs> I went with her because like dude in twenty sixteen. He wasn't all that established. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it was like in a hotel room during Exotica Chicago. So she's like, Slayer, can you come with me? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, no problem. I'll make right, sure. Right on. That I can never look at this scene again. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, yeah. That I'm in the room. I'm in the room during that scene. Ruined. Ruined. <laughs> You've just ruined a video for me. Wait. No, but I've never like, wait, jerked wait. off to it because like, I know her too well. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's still like. Oh, yeah. I was in the room on my phone the whole time it was going down. <laughs> well, now he's, like, crushing it, I think. Me oh, 100%. Him, me and him got into a political debate on Twitter, like, a few days ago, which was super weird. Was he support Trump or some shit? No, 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 no. Where it was it was a whole thing about Bernie and the black vote. And it was just like, he's right. Like, young, because uh, his thing was like, black people don't really support Bernie. And I was like, well, that's not true about young people, which is accurate. But that's. If we're going, we're just fucking, let's just go full politics at this point. There is a, like, black people support Joe. I'm just going off what my mom says. And obviously, there's probably much deeper things. But there is a contingent of older black voters who just go, that's Obama's friend. And that's, and it's really disheartening. Because <laughs> it's just. He's so establishment. He's so whatever. Right. That's why he was Obama's friend. Right. Like, it's like yeah. Obama was like, I'm running as a progressive. I need a fucking established fucking white Democrat. Yeah, right. No, his entire Joe Biden being the VP was strictly based on racism. Like, it's just like, I need an old white dude to back me up. So it's just like, let's get this guy who already talked shit about me and called me articulate and shit. And it was just, ugh. And then did uh, friendship bracelets with him. Yeah, dude. It's just like, whatever. And I respected the move. At no point was I upset with him about that. It's just like, I respected the move. But uh, the the entirety of running, like, that's Obama friend. Like, his entire campaign is like, I liked Obama. Uh Okay. Side note, which is related to this, as a as 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 Matt, fucking, I have a weird thing when people can't say that black, they have to say African American. That makes me wild uncomfortable. Well, it should because 
Like you no can gu- look at me and be like, yo, that's my black friend, right? Like that's yeah. nothing. Well, on top of it, like <laughs> at the end of the day, like saying you're African American is assuming that you are uh, from America. Uh, exactly. Like if you saw Idris Elba on the street and called him African American, that's incorrect. Right. <laughs> He's <laughs> British as fuck. Yeah, dude. It's just like, no, just say like, okay. So I just the bar Well just, the, the, the thing about it is the US census says white, black, like, right. Hispanic, non white. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going off the census. Like right. yeah. It, it's blacks, not, like white there's a, a, a contingent of white people who treat black like a curse word and it's super weird to me. Like yeah, because no, like I worked at a bar, right? Like the last bar I just left, there was me and another Kyle. So we like we would work together and I'd be like, yo, that's gay Kyle, I'm black Kyle. And then everybody, most people thought it was hilarious, but white people be like, no, I can't call you that. I can't say that. Like, I'm black. He's gay. Like, what's the deal? But they just get so uncomfortable. Call it black. I am black. Like, it's super easy to say. It's super easy to say. I'm like, black don't crack works a lot better than African-American don't crack. crack. Yeah. It's not, it's African-American is not catchy, bro. It's not a catchy phrase. No. And you could be like, (laughs) From Somalia, like yeah. Minneapolis is a giant Somali population. Right, exactly. Fucking Michigan has the largest Muslim population or like Arab population outside of, I've been trying to not say the Middle East because that's some wild like European colonial shit. It's like Middle East, middle of what? East to what? That's like some. Wild. Yeah, but that's a widely accepted term. Yeah, we accept it, but it's also still just like. What, <laughs> just people outside the Arabian Peninsula? Yeah, it's just, you know, Arab. We'll just go Arab, whatever. But the problem is, like, you have North Africans that, like, you know, right. get, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, no, people. I mean, could, technically, like, at that point, you know, Saudi Arabians and all that shit are Asians because that's Asian minor. Right, right, exactly. Fucking exactly. It's so, like, uh. In the grand scheme of things, Europe should not be a, its own continent. Yeah, 100% it should not be. You're absolutely right. <laughs> But fucking uh either it should be all Europe or all Asia. Right. It's just weird. Like like Russia's like we're both. Right. You think about like even Indians consider themselves Asian, right? Well, technically cuz they're part of Asia, but oh, yeah. like a lot of people don't think of Indians as Asians. Well, cuz there's a fucking lot of them. Yeah, and also America is like the most myopic, like it's only about everything else outside of us. It doesn't make sense to people. Well, yeah, that's our marketing. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's America number one. Everyone else else sucks. Right. And then you start traveling the world, be like, oh, America doesn't do everything properly. Fuck. America's trash, bro. I said it. It's cool. Hey, troops, come after me. It's cool. America's not trash, per se. Like, Comparatively, it is not. There, definitely we have a lot of fucking advantages, but we don't have the upward mobility that you know previous generations had. A hundred percent, hundred fucking boomers, bro. Fucking boomers are fucking us, dude. Well, it's not even just boomers are fucking us. It's just corporate America, like corporate America for sure, which is run by boomers. Not necessarily the the fucking founder of one of the founders of fucking Uber, who's a billionaire, is the Travis dude. Yeah, he's like (laughs) trash. Four years older than me. Yeah, yeah, he's a trash dude. Oh, yeah, he's a trash human. Trash, trash human. dude. Trash dude. But hey, man, I like whatever, because it's all about valuations, anyways. It's not about actual money. You're worth this much, but you're not bringing in this much. Well, I still has Uber actually turned a profit? Fuck no, it hasn't. That's what I thought. It never will. Yeah, that's what I thought. But people keep pumping money in. Yeah, because brand recognition. Exactly. 
hundred percent. I mean, at this point, rideshare and Uber are like Xerox and copy machine, right? Exactly, because I like I had I haven't taken Uber Uber proper since all that weird shit happened in New York with like the immigrants and all that. But even when I call my Lyft, I still text people like, "Yo, I'm taking an Uber over," even though I don't Uber's not on my phone. Like I use Lyft. Like I only use Lyft. And even though Lyft is probably just as shitty, oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But at least Lyft puts up a premise of like I get to round up my change and donate to. Oh no, no, they're just better marketing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's all marketing. I like. This is the thing that I think a lot of people have issues, like, don't really understand. All these companies suck, but it's about what they do on the front end to, like, a front end face. Like, Lyft is like, you can round up your change and donate to a cause. You and we allow tipping for our drivers, drivers. for yeah, years yeah. now. Yeah. Which, tipping is just all about employers not paying their employees yeah, enough. Right. But- yeah, exactly. No, like when I ordered DoorDash, like they try to finesse the tip in and I they only recently have changed it to where you can tip afterwards, which I like because, I mean, I live on tips. Like tips are how I make my money. Right, I but would, you got to perform for them. Exa- that's my point where it's just, I mean, yeah, dance, monkey, dance. But essentially that's what it is. Like, no, I'm not just going to tip you just because you did this. <laughs> First of all, I mean, tipping and... So tipping as a concept is super fucked anyways. It's based in racism. Like in the South to this day, they can still pay you two fourteen an hour. Dude, Chicago's not much better than that. Yeah, it's fucking, but yeah, also. Well, I got to ask your opinion of this okay. as an African-American man. Okay. As a, <laughs> I had to, I had to. Ooh, I Ooh. respect As a black man. Thank you. Harold's <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. Has fire, fire. Fire, 18% auto grass. It's, it, okay. It, all right. You know what? Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Hey, right, uh, you know what? I feel like betraying. <laughs> I ate there today. Delicious. I ate, uh, delicious as fuck. The mild sauce is perfect. Everything of everything about it. It's clearly, actually, really Harold's run. Oh yeah. No, they they ran out of pizza puffs last week because they had to import them for Chicago. Uh, we ate pizza. seven of them today. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Table of four. Seven uh, pizza LA puffs. People don't know about that pizza puff, bro. Oh, I'm introducing them one at a time. <laughs> one at a time to the pizza puff love. Pizza puffs are just black people calzones. Um, well, actually, <laughs> technically, they're Mexican calzones. So, you know the pizza puffs are made by a fucking tortilla company in Chicago. I did not know that. Yeah. The one place that makes the pizza puffs for all Chicago is a tortilla company. Shit. All right. Well, actually, based on the consistency of the flour of the puff, makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. No, now, I'm not lying. Yeah, no, I believe you 100%. I'm just like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Fucking, uh. So, the autograph, right? You know what? I'm going to go full black on this, dude. Niggas don't know how to tip, bruh. All right, and I'm sorry for using that mixed company. I apologize for all my black friends, but niggas are terrible at tipping. They're so bad at it, and it's just like, uh, like, have you are you familiar with the concept of the verbal tip? It's, no, enlighten uh, me in the audience. Okay. So the verbal tip is, oh my god, bro, like you was the best server I ever, you're the best bartender I ever had, like you so funny, like let's be Instagram friends, like let's link up, like come hang out with me outside of the bar, and then you open the fucking checkbook and it's like a 7% tip, and it's just like, bro, keep your words, like why, like why, it's a verbal tip when they're just like, you're amazing. At least you got 7%, right? 
Yeah, the thing at 10% is like, it's $10 on a hundred. And I've seen that so many times. And I don't like, like, I've been on some like really caring about my people and being super into like fighting for these rights and all that. But well, uh, like on a serious note, do you think that's a self-perpetuating cycle? It's like, they don't think I'm going to tip well, so I won't tip well. Right. Well, just... they don't think I'm going to tip well, so the service may suck. And then, yeah, no, I think the, oh, this, it is a super nuanced conversation with so many layers. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> having a nuanced conversation on this it's motherfucker. A super nuanced conversation, but. Well, like, as a black man, do you think that, like, that is a cycle that happens? I think part happens? of it is, like, you go in, like, yeah, you go in expecting shitty service because you've gotten shitty service. Well, I'm like, so when you got in public, do you expect. I overtip, to be honest. Well, I know you overtip, but <laughs> do you often get shitty service because you think the service thinks you ain't going to tip? Uh, it's happening a bunch of times. Yeah, I can tell. You can tell from jump right away, and it's just like the wild thing is like, what the fuck? This is fucked up. And because, okay, do you remember when Chappelle? Like, this is the best way to think of it. Chappelle was talking about Kramer, right? And he was like, as a black man, I was offended, but as a comedian, I was like, this nigga's having an off night. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I feel about it. Where it's just like, I get it. But also, because it's there's this goes back to nuance where it's just like, judge me individually, but I understand where you come from. Where it's just been like, you've been fucking dicked over, you've given killer service and gotten shitty tips, right? So it's just like, I get it. Even when I get shitty service, I still leave 20%. But your service industry. Yeah, but also I when I get shitty service, I leave the twenty percent, but I always write a note like, "Yo, you fucking sucked." Like, and I just like it. Me, it might mean nothing to them, but it might make them think about it twice. And that's all I'm hoping for. I'm not expecting some giant change, whatever. Ugh, I mean, uh, changing it. one white server at a time. That's it. You know what I'm saying? We're out here working. We're doing it. I was curious if it was just you know. A chicken or an egg situation. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that it's still even that didn't give you clarity on the chicken versus the egg, dude. It's just like, is it? I'm expecting shitty service. No, when I walk into most places, I think also too. There's a whole another ten like contingent off of it where it's just like they don't assume that I'm fully black, which is fucking stupid. But how do they not assume you're fully black? People. Do you understand, like, a way that, like, women do hit on me is always, like, where are you, like, mixed with? And I always just go black and black. Like, I'm just light or whatever, right? And it's just always a thing. Well, you're not, like, you're not, like, a fucking mulatto uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's just, like, that's always the assumption. Like, if I go to New York, people just walk up to me and start speaking Spanish. And I'm just like, I'm not Dominican, bro. Like, I'm just, uh, like, stop. But it's an assumption. Hey, buddy. So, yeah, no, it's just, it's always a thing. Like, girls think it's cute to be like, what are you mixed with? And then just like, black and black. Oh, my God, I went on a date one time, right? <laughs> and, this, and this girl's like, what's your last name? And I was like, Hargrove. <laughs> this is the most dickish thing I think I've ever done because I was super not into it. We still hooked up. Um, she's like, wait, Brian's the lead there. Yeah. <laughs> And it was just like, so like, what's your last name? Hargrove. And it's like, oh, where's that come from? And it was like, nah, whoever fucking raped my ancestors, dude. Like, I don't know where, I guess it's Irish. I don't know. Hargrove sounds Irishy. Like my real last name. I don't give a fuck. Hey, mom, you can Google it now. 
that's going to be the lead. <laughs> I mean, on the IMDb credits, your real last name's there anyway. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. I own it. I own it. It's like I'm Chris Ludacris Bridges. Kyle Alex Ludovico Hargrove. Ah. I killed my whiskey. Is there more whiskey? I need to get some ice. Uh, my whiskey's dead, too. It's okay. So we're on to either the killer or moonshine. Let's go with the shine. Don't oh, we're doing, doing that shit? We're All doing right. the shine. We're doing the shine. All right. This is about to be one of them nights. Let's go. What time is it? the evening? Is it? Who knows? Oh, I mean, we still have an questions. hour, fifteen minutes of the show. Let's go, bro. And I'm gonna let you ask me like some leading questions. James Lipton died, so I want some like inside the actor studio questions. The guy who did inside the actor studio, he's dead. Dude, uh, Ming the Merciless died too. Uh-huh. Uh, Max von. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm diverse. Hey, motherfuckers, if you've never watched Flash Gordon, please watch that shit. It's It's kind of kinky. It's so good. It's so good, but so bad. (laughs) Flash Gordon. I I mean, it's so good, it's bad. That movie's older than I am. So, like, 81? It's, like, late 80, early 81. 81? Yeah. It's, like, barely older than me. I love 80s movies, dude. Oh, I mean, but that, like, that movie's full on 70s cheese. They're like, yeah, this is made in 80, but still 1970s shit. True that. True like, that. oh. Side note, this is very random. I wore this specific hat because I was like, every time I come here, I wear my cool, food, like my fedora because it's my whole thing. But I was like, I can't put the headphones on over that. So I spent half the podcast holding up my headphones. And I was like, not today. Not, not today. Not today. I'm not like in- ball cap. Ball cap gang. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's like after three appearances, you're like, oh, I'll actually adapt to the format. Yeah, nah, dude. It's all about learning. Are we pausing for the cause to get moonshine? I mean, with the video version, we don't actually really pause. Pause. Oh, I just, beautiful! I it. just kind of like stall while we. Right. Do you like, want to go? I'll talk. Hey. Uh, are we getting the shine? Yeah, we're doing the shine. Oh Jesus we're Christ! It's gonna be that one of the nights. I'm gonna. Um, so my my father is uh, from where I grew up, but he's originally from Miss. Like his family is from Mississippi. And I remember growing up. <laughs> Look at the shine. Can can I? Have, yeah, I was just like, please. There's no way I'm drinking that straight. <laughs> but we would have like, so in my house we had the, like the upstairs fridge where all the actual food was and shit. Like that's where the food was. But then we had a downstairs fridge that as children we weren't allowed to touch because that's where all the booze was. But there was always something like some weird jars and shit in there. And it was like, oh, this is the liquor my family made. All right, I ain't no bitch. Hold on. It's on camera. I got to get it. There. Oh, he got it open. I was just like, I can't have that be on camera. Ooh, it's very vacuum sealed. Hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that needed to be audio. Please pour away. Oh, God. Here we go. We about to die. I got the after hours text. It's actually a couple blocks from me. I am not doing that tonight. <laughs> I say that now, but let's put it. Damn. Yo, okay. I have this like wild crush on this girl that I think super fine. And I just sorry, I pulled out my phone. Apologies. Mexican Anywho. and Armenian. Let me see that shit. <laughs> so for the audio audience, yeah, yeah. I'm about to, you know critique 
Alex's um, tasting one. Well, now she's going to be chubby. Like a good one. She's going to be chubby. She is not, bro. All right. She, okay. Hold on. Before we get into anything else, do you understand how much trouble that shit got me into? <laughs> so two podcast, I'm going to look at the camera. Two podcasts ago, I said, oh, I fucks with chubby Latina girls, right? Once again, excuse my language. Nigga. That shit got me in so much trouble. It got me in progressive amounts of trouble. This, the girl that I was hooking up with that... Okay, let me let me backtrack. When I said chubby, it was never like a negative adjective. Obviously, you're fucking her. I, I enjoyed it. But because chubby has always had a negative connotation, it like turned into a whole thing. Like her friends came up to me and was like yelling at me and she was super hurt about it. And it was like, fuck. You know what? To be honest, because this is part of growth and progression. It's a, It was a blind spot for me where it was just like, I didn't realize that that was hurtful to you. And I felt really bad about it. And so I would prefer not. I won't do that again. Cool. Cut to. Cut to he won't <laughs> say it on air again. Never. Fucking never. <laughs> <laughs> so cut to I was the my last relationship I was in when we first started like dating, she was like, Oh man, you were on podcasts and stuff. I'm gonna listen to it. And this is I was like passed out and she was like listening to it. And then I woke up to her like sobbing and being really upset that I said that I like chubby Mexican girls. And it was just like fuck. That was a blind spot. And I didn't mean to be disrespectful. And I like I've learned. This is the thing that I hate about cancel culture, right? Where it's just like if you make a mistake and you are like, "Shit, I didn't know," and I'm never gonna make that mistake again. You should be cool. But it's we're in the public eye, so it's there forever. Yeah, it's gonna exist forever. I mean, for fuck's sake, there are over 200 episodes of me saying fucking horrible shit yeah. on this show. Yeah, for sure. And anyone who's like, with you. anyone who like gets in a romantic relationship with me. <laughs> for the audio audience alex just um smelled the shine cheers cheers we're drinking shine now so i'm sipping it's really smooth apple shine it's fucking good though dude it's right really right good. like it's super good well i mean i haven't opened the jar of jet fuel that's the regular shine i saw it over there too uh, uh. yeah i mean that's something <laughs> i have to deal with is the fact that like Anyone who gets romantically involved with me beyond, you know, rubbing genitals together has to deal with. You've just let so much information go. Yeah. Like, there's, and the, yeah. And I, I will tell anyone who gets romantically involved with me, I'm going to talk about you on air. Right. Yeah. It's going to happen. Right. You have to, like, it's part of the, it's part and parcel. It's like, you have to deal with this part of it. Like, I lead a really, really public life. Like, I, I hide nothing and there's shit I should hide. Like, I fucking have my entire Instagram feed is like fucking cocaine memes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, cause they're funny to me. Right. They're hilarious. Yeah, dude. Like, they're hilarious. Okay. This is my favorite one that I posted recently. This is so good for audio. Just, I'm reading it. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, shit. I still have to show you the hot chick I have a wild crush on. Oh, yeah. Um, You do. You do. I'll come back to that. No, come but, back to the no, no, hot check before cocaine memes. All right, I have I priorities. All right, I like how you roll. So super stupid. Like I was training her as a bartender. She's stupid hot. And truly, Dave, I don't, I don't imagine I'm going to tell her about this. Mexican and Armenian. Yeah. What hit? Yeah. Like, uh, hold on. Like, just 
adorbs. Like, uh, I love her. I don't. You don't love her. You I just don't. stop See? that shit. <laughs> is- Cut that shit out. You don't love her. I don't. You just want to have an orgasm with her. <laughs> yeah, I, we discussed this. I don't have those. Um. Well, <laughs> she wants to have an orgasm with you? Yeah, that's it. Like, I'm trying to give her all the orgasms. Neither here nor there. But, um. Yeah, would hit. Would super hit. Uh, where was it? Oh, yeah, cocaine memes, because they're hilarious. I love that we're only still in hour one, and we're already at the stumbling cocaine memes. Yeah, dude, I'm like, no, this is part of the deal. It's You're like, I know what I'm getting into when yeah. I sign up for this show. Yeah, dude, when I'm here, it's like, let's get fucking wasted. We're the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, we've gone from, like, some serious social topics to, like, you know, Autograd and uh, uh, Af- and black people tipping and yeah, to, yeah, like, no. oh fucking you know, army and girls. I, I I enjoy that. I feel like we get to be very diverse. It was a comedian by the name of Felipe Esparza. Someone asked me if I'm worried about the coronavirus. I said, Nah, I done cocaine off the floor before, so I'm good. And that's how I. Lived I saw life. that earlier. Yeah, it's uh, it's literally just nah, bro. I'm not worried about nothing. I'm not worried about it either. I'm not over 50. Right. I'm in relatively good health. Exactly. Bruh, I got an email for a $300 seven-day cruise to Italy. Like You're like the Coronavirus Express. Yeah, dude. Let's go. I'm down. For $300, I'm fucking down. Yeah. No, I talked to my mom today, and she was like, I'm not doing no cruises, but you should come to Atlanta for this thing. But I'm just like... Flights are 20 times worse than a cruise because it's recycled air for, like, three hours. Like, if somebody coughs once, you're going to breathe that shit in. And they have filters. If somebody coughs once on a plane, you're going to breathe that shit in, like, 15 times. Whatever. My immune <laughs> system ain't compromised. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm good. I mean, I... I, I don't have no HIV. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The hip, my, hip, my HIV is probably buried if I have it. It's cool. I got the Magic Johnson HIV. When was the last time you got STD tested? Ooh, about a year ago, I'd say. Like, maybe, fuck it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because I haven't been thoughting it like that, bro. I've been in a serious relationship. So I so? I got tested while I was in a serious relationship, and I was clean. Actually, me and her never talked about that. That's kind of wild. Yeah, that's fucked. That's yeah. fucked. Well, because that was more so like, it's like, I love you so much that I'm just going to like. I love you so much that I'll take your AIDS. I just wanted to know that I was fine, and I was fine, so I didn't tell her. I probably should have brought it up. Not important. Well, you need to get tested now. Oh, no, I do need to get Well, I do need to get tested now. I'm not suggesting that I don't. But I also haven't been, like, really, like, thotting it up. Yeah, but a little. A little. Like a, a scooch. A scooch. A scooch of thotty. I mean, it's just one of those things, like, you know, one strange puss, because, you know. Could have taken me out of the game. Could take you out of the game for for a half a minute. This for a little second. This can you know what I'm saying? I I've had one STD ever. It was just one giant pill, and I was good. It was back in the game. Oh, for sure. Yeah, everyone's had a chlamydia. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's, like, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Took right? a pill. Back in the game. Dude, I, I I got the county pills. It was a week of pills. <laughs> Ooh, see, I just got the one giant one. Nah, then just give me a week of pills. Oof, brutal. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm like. I can not drink for a week. That's hard. Not really. It's not hard. I've been trying to drink less. This is actually the most I've drank in like two weeks, and it's just been like... I know, okay. we're on to moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. 
Cheers to that shit. Fucking shine. It's good apple shine. It's honestly delicious. Like I really mean that. Like it's like, really <laughs> it's like really good. My guy from <laughs> my guy from Southern Indiana who like on the Kentucky border hooked it up. Evansville represent. Uh, <laughs> Evansville, Kenosha. There's a bunch of towns. Yeah, yeah. He, he. But he's like right over the you know, the Louisville border. Right, right, right. Okay. And yeah. he has a uncle that lives in Burbank, so he sent two bottles of shine back with him. I had to go. Like, Introduce myself to his uncle and like, thank <laughs> you for the two bottles of shine. Yeah, hey, he's in this thing. Nah, dude. Fucking Southern Indiana's the sketchiest. First place of the clan, man. <laughs> uh, that's a great claim to fame. Yeah. It's Southern Indiana's. And also our creepy wanna fuck horses vice president is from Indiana. Cause well, I, yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm still an absent like I'm making a point to still vote in Indiana, even though I've been here like four years. Like I'm an absentee voter in Indiana because it's just like, why don't you vote here? Because I'm just like to be like, because it's gonna go blue anyway. Right, right, that's part of it. Or just like I feel like my vote counts, especially in like local like elections in Indiana, my vote counts more. And not even local, but even on like a state level. Like at some point. It's wild. My theory used to be that like all the old Republican voters are going to die off and then it'll just be because even a lot of young Republican voters are like pro legalization. Like, but Indiana is it's, it's its own beast. Like back to my tour thing, right? This just made me think of this. So going on my first tour, I'm leaving May 13th, starting in New Mexico, ending in Florida. And I think about being a touring musician and like, yo, I'm going to get, I'm a single touring musician. I'm going to get wild, but I'm also. As you should. But I'm going through the South though. So I'm very, very concerned about like hooking up with some farmer's daughter. And I just, what happened to Kyle? He got shot in Oklahoma City after his show. Don't fuck white bitches. (sighs) I won't. I mean, if it presents itself, fuck white bitches. <laughs> I was ladies, white ladies. I don't say bitches. You know, I rap for a living, and I've never called a woman a bitch in a rap song. Well, and like I'm saying it now, and I will probably edit it down in post. <laughs> like, I have a nasty habit of that. Like, I don't think women are bitches. Like, I work on a feminist podcast, right? But also. <laughs> Okay, you know, I hope we can keep this in. You don't have to, but it's just like, I consider myself super progressive, but I have all these thoughts. Like, I think terrible shit all the time. I mean, that's just part of the male condition, but it's like... Yeah, we're, like, training ourselves to not, like... we we're trying to be woke. Yeah, yeah. We're elder millennials, so it's hard to be woke. Like, we have to get to that point. Like, you have to work through it. Like, Like, I've worked through a lot of it. Like, we were, you know, coming of age in the 90s, where shit was still crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Like, I think about there's a whole culture like back in the day where it's like, you're trying to hook up with this girl, like you should get her drunk. And, you, and it's just like, no, nah, I don't want to fuck no like extra drunk girl. That's gross to me. It's always been gross to me. And now it's like a cultural thing where we realize that. But back in the day, it was just like, no, nah, bro, like y'all got to go get some drinks. And then it's just like, I don't, I don't want to fuck nobody who don't want to fuck me. Well, no, obviously not. <laughs> obviously yeah. not. But it's still like, it's, you would think in 2020, we've all reached that point. We, as as a dude who bartends, we really haven't. 
Well, no, because <laughs> some dudes are just like, I want to get my dick wet. Yeah. How do I get my dick, dick wet? wet? Yeah. Dude. Oh, that girl who's almost puking on the bar? Like, that's the one. That's the that's one. The, what is it? The fucking... That's... Don't isolate that sound clip, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh the Patrice O'Neill joker. He's just like, you go to a girl. He's like, hey, look, there's Brad Pitt. You want to fuck him? He's like, mm, I don't know. And then he's like, you go to a dude. He's like, see that girl passed out in the trash over there? It's <laughs> just like, oh, she looks so cute with that trash on her. Like, nah, bro. Like, that shit's so gross to me. I just don't understand it. I just, whatever. No, I want a willing participant in any sex yeah, kids I have. It's not, I can't get turned on unless you want to fuck me. Like, yep. it's like, ugh, it's gross. Like, date rape makes no sense to me. Like, it's gross. I feel like I've talked about this on here before. It's like, mm. no, it's gross. It's still relevant. Yeah, this is gross. I'm only trying to fuck women who want to fuck me what i want in all reality what really turns me on is like women that are enthusiastic about yeah, fucking me yeah that's the, it's just like oh my god i can't wait oh my god oh my. it's just like yeah let's go like uh one of my former partners literally we left a party and the uber between the party and my apartment it's walking distance like how short it was and she is trying to like I want to suck your dick in this Uber. Uh, I was so turned on. I'm like, bro, she's not going to suck my dick. I'm telling the Uber driver, like, no, I'm not going to let her suck my dick. But I'm like, no, I'm you got it. The move for that to tell you, I've always been like, yo, my guy, I'm going to leave you a $15 tip. Don't say nothing. And generally, they're pretty chill about it. Yeah, but this is under a four block ride. Like, <laughs> literally, it was from... But no, she wanted the experience, bro, because she wanted it. And literally, so. it was from, you know, between Yucca and Vine <laughs> to here. <laughs> yucca and Vine to here. To, for my LA people, that's like dis- that's like maybe three minutes. Down. Like, if she wasn't in heels, <laughs> we would have walked back. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Like, but literally, literally, in that amount of time, she's like, I want to suck your dick in this Uber. I'm like, we're going to be back in my place in like seconds. And she wanted the experience. Like, yeah, but the problem is, like, I wouldn't have finished in that time. Yeah, but it wasn't for you to finish. It was just for her to have that experience. It's the same thing. Like, okay. So to get, I can get as raw as I want on here. I know. That's the beauty of this yeah, show. That's why it's great. Like, the idea of a girl being like, I want to, cause I love hashtag. I love drugs. We all love drugs. Um, yeah, just, yeah go ahead. Um, like I want to sniff a line off your dick. In reality, that's wasting cocaine. That's wasting so much product. But because you want to do it so bad, fine. <laughs> like let's do it. Have you had a girl actually do a line? Oh on your yeah, dick? multiple times. I never had that. <laughs> You got to get on it, bro. It's uh, not, it's not even a turn on. There's nothing sexual about it. It just feels like a vacuum hits your penis. No, no, I mean it's just like, <laughs> it's a power move. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's not but it's still it's not even power for me. It's just like she wants to do this thing. This thing is that's going to make her happy. Fuck it. Whatever. We're, all right, all right. It's like you got to sniff a line off my boob and it, and in my head because I'm like economic and she's like this is a huge waste of cocaine. But all right, whatever. It makes you happy. Let's do it. See, I just don't, generally don't fuck around with blow. So. Right. See, it's okay. No, you should. It's terrible for you. Well, it's, it's fun. It's amazing, not to toot my own horn, that how much I can rally without doing cocaine. Yeah, no. It's a, that's, that's a, first of all, you should be impressed with yourself. That's a life skill. That's like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. I know. 
I mean, if I did coke, I could drink forever. Right. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Like, I've been, so I've been doing, like, less drugs, and I've been drinking the same amount, and it's just been like, oh, no, I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been getting all these issues, like, drinking the same amount and not doing drugs, and it's just been like, oh, no, if I'm going to drink how much I drink, I need to do cocaine, which is terrible. See, I, I drink how much I drink, and I just drink See, yeah, I know. I, and I respect it, and I admire it, and I appreciate it from people so much. Oh, no, I, I said to someone earlier in the week, I'm like, they were like, oh, drinking with me is like, you know, a life or death, you know, just a wild ride. I'm like, drinking with me is a near-death experience. Yeah. No, because I still have, like, a wild, like, tolerance for the shit, but. Whew. Not like I do. Yeah, no, no, you still crush me for sure, 100%. Oh, being a fat guy. Yeah, man. The fucking shine, bro. I, this this shit's really good. Did you, I know. Did you marinate the apple? No, no. It came this way. It came that way? Good. We're going to have to get into the jet fuel in a minute. As long as we got ice. We have ice. Right, we have I'm ice. I have no idea how bad the jet fuel is going to be. <laughs> I haven't cracked that jar. And I hope it is not as hard to open as this jar was. I take pliers to open this originally. <laughs> like you know how hard it was, like with your hands. Like I take pliers to it to open it originally. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, what's up? You got mad people in different places. Hold on. Uh, so for the audio audience. Alex is uh, hollering at some broad right now. I'm no, no, fucking bro, I'm pulling up my tour dates. To oh, we're going to promote his tour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, all right, we're going to just run through this real quick. Right. May 14th, Santa Fe, New Mexico. May 15th. I'm you got go. venues? Uh, I'll have the venues tomorrow. I should have had the venues today, but that was poor planning on my part. Because I am dealing with booking agents that have everything <laughs> booked up. Basically, I'll be from New Mexico to... Say dates, say at least cities. Come on. All right. May 14th, Santa Fe. May 15th, Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, that's right. <laughs> May 16th, I'm doing Oklahoma City. Oh, that's going to be fun. May no, 7th, Austin? No. Oh, we're getting there. May 17th, Dallas. May 18th, Austin. May 20th, Houston. May 21st, New Orleans. Uh, you've been in New Orleans before, right? It is my... I've been doing nothing but thinking about moving there. I love New Orleans so much. You will die there. Yeah, no. Don't do it. You will die there. Okay, so when I was leaving Chicago... Well, no, I was in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta for four years. And then I was going to move either to New Orleans or L.A. And the reason I picked L.A. was because I knew I didn't have the willpower to live in a place with 24-hour bars. Like, there's no way I could have lived in New Orleans. Like, that would have never been okay. Did I ever tell you what, like, my thought process is of me living in New Orleans? I'd be 500 pounds of sweaty and drunk all the time. Because... <laughs> The only time I've ever seen a vegetable in New Orleans is like mixed in with something else. I've never yeah, seen like a sure. standalone vegetable in yeah, New no. Orleans. Bro, like we would pull up to the most wild, creepy gas stations and get the best jambalaya I've ever had in my life. Right? <laughs> like the seafood taste. Like, and when I say fresh out of the ocean, I don't know if that jars people, but to me, the idea of like you bite into like a shrimp po' boy and it's like, Yo, these shrimp are in the ocean like 20 minutes ago. Like, it's so... Fr uh, New Orleans is the best food. Uh, and then just... Uh. It's been six years since I've been last. I gotta go back. Oh, I, I have to go back. 
Well, we're gonna plan this, bro, because I have like. Wait, what's your date, New Orleans? The twenty-first of May twenty-first. Fuck it, I'll fly yeah, down there for dude, that. Dude, fucking Coronas, bro. You can get a cheap ass ticket right now, dude. Dude, I have a six-digit airline miles. Yeah, I can go anywhere yeah, I want. May twenty-first. I got everything lined up to stay there. It's gonna. Oh, bro. It's gonna, oh. Uh, okay, I'm gonna fly down to New Orleans for yeah, that shit. Uh, he's making a note. Like, oh, well, there's cameras. You can watch him. May twenty-first. In NOLA, I'm going to fucking get weird. May 21st is going to be... Because uh, some of my bartender friends from Chicago live in New Orleans now, so the minute you get off yeah. stage, we're going to get fucking wild. Yeah, bro. I have no idea. I think I have a show the next day. Let me double check. Future problems. Yeah, future problems for sure. Yeah, it's in fucking... I have to go to Mobile the next day, which is only like an hour. Right. So you're going to leave Mobile, like, for Mobile three hours before your show. <laughs> we're going to get fucking ignorant in New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans is... uh. I literally was considering moving there before I moved to LA because I just had such a blast. Personality fits me. And I should have moved there because it's way cheaper. It's way cheaper. But your level of income is also way lower. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That is that is an accurate part of it. But I bartend, so in New Orleans I'd be fucking doing fine. Until you drank yourself to death. Yeah, no, I would definitely would have like Four years ago, I for sure would have drank myself to death. There was no way I would have been able to just live in New Orleans and just be okay. Yeah, that's the way I looked at it. Like, people are like, why don't you move to New Orleans? Like, yeah, no, no, I, this guy. I don't. Yeah, the, this guy. <laughs> like, twenty. No. I mean, I was bad enough in Chicago or Vegas with twenty-four hour bars. You put me in a town where it's like, oh, hey, it's twenty-four hour bars, dirt cheap. And amazingly deep fried food everywhere. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be dead. Yeah, dude, dead. Fucking, so the first time I went to New Orleans, I went. It was like, I think it was actually the last Super Bowl in New Orleans. It was like the fucking. It was the Niners and the Ravens Super Bowl. This and also side note. That was the Super Bowl that Colin Kaepernick was the goddamn quarterback. And even though motherfuckers want to act like he wasn't good, whatever. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the fist up. It's all good. It's it. I'm just saying, bro. Like, my man took a whole team to the Super Bowl. Y'all want to act like he wasn't a good quarterback. Anywho's. Anywho's. I'll save that for later. We went to... That was the first time I went. And we, like... The first night, me, I went with a friend of mine. His name's Quince. He's like the homie, homie. Like, it was, we had a fucking dope ass crib in Atlanta. Whatever. We went and we were there the first night. We drove from Atlanta, which is like, it's about a 10 hour drive. Nothing crazy. Maybe eight. Maybe it's even eight. But, um, we, we got there at like two. And I have a really good friend that I have from Chicago named Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte, I love you. She fucking lived there forever, and we, like, crashed with her. So we la- we drove there, and we got there at about, like, 2 in the morning. And she took us to this bar as soon as we got there. The name of the bar was Snake and Jake's. Oh, I've been to Snake and Jake's. Fucking, apparently, according to Playboy, for, like, three years, it was the number one place for singles to get laid in America. There's bullet holes in the wall. It's always Christmas. Oh, Snake and Jake's <laughs> Christmas Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like a dude. It's basically a dude's garage. Yeah, in an <laughs> oddball neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. 
and it was I was just like, yo, this is just like regular. And then we left there to go to what the name? What's the name of Rob Zombie's bar there? It's the Saint, I think, or something like that. Rob Zombie has a really dope bar in New Orleans. It's like the Saint or something. But I've never been. Rob Zombie's bar is tight. <laughs> it's the something. I want to say it's the Saint. Well, we went there at the Rob Zombie's bar, and I'm just like. I was just like, I'm walking and expecting the better do the witches and dirt. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is like, they're playing like fucking old cash money shit. And I was just like, oh, this is tight. New Orleans is fucking magical. Oh, it's so good. And just, I think as an adult, I think I should like be married and have a family and then move there. Because I want my child, if I have a child, to absorb all this loving culture. Like to walk somewhere is like, Hey, baby, what you need, baby? And it's just like, uh, whatever I want, mom. Like, you're my mom now. You're <laughs> <laughs> my mom now? Hey, baby. I'm trying to figure out how much it's going to cost me to fucking come out for the 21st. Because it's the middle of the week, so it should be a cheap fucking yeah, flight. Yeah, it's, I, I'm pretty sure. Let me look at the exact date. So, for 17,000 miles round trip, I can get, I, I can be there. Bro, May of the, 21st. for 17,500 miles out of my 170,000 miles <laughs> I have left, I could be there. Uh, I mean, you could honestly follow the tour. Like, those are the tour dates. Oh, I'm not following the tour. I'm just going to roll in for New Orleans. Nah, it's too late now. No, meet us in Houston and come to New Orleans. No, no, no. no. Hit up my friend Victoria. And May 24th, actually. 25, 20. I have two days off in Atlanta, too. In Atlanta. Oh, the Claremont. The Claremont. I told. Was it you that told me the like the fucking um, Mumford and Tons story, or someone else told? Someone me? else. I don't know shit about Mumford. And oh Tons. no. Well, no, because they were trash and they were assholes and went into the Claremont and they were just like, "Y'all got to get the fuck out." <laughs> Definitely not me, but I'm. Um, I appreciate that story. Yeah. No, they were just like, "Y'all are acting like dicks in here. Get the fuck out." <laughs> Well, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they were trapped. First of all, their music's trapped. Actually, now I remember. It was like one of my best homies in the world. His name's Leland. Super dope. He's like, because he's also, he's like a, a documentarian. Is that a word? Documentarian? It's a word now. It felt great. Right. So he goes by like Hype Lee, because it's like half Hype Williams, half Spike Lee. But he was he's shooting a documentary for the Claremont. So... He was tell, like they were telling me about all the celebrities that come in and they have to kick out. And one of them was that Mumford and Sons came into the Claremont and they were acting like dicks. And then Bunny, who's the smashed the beer can with her tits, she's just like, yo, kick them the fuck out. <laughs> and just like, yeah, fuck those dudes. Fuck those dudes. Like you can't come to the Claremont and not be cool. Yeah, dude. Like it's already like a crazy situation where you kind of secretly gotta either make a paper airplane or ball up money to throw on the stage. Like you can't just throw up like a flat paper bill. So for the audience who is unaware, the Claremont Lounge <laughs> is one of the most magical places in America. It absolutely. It is absolutely according to Yelp, Atlanta's number one dive bar. But that does not do it justice. It doesn't. It is a strip club in the least loosest sense of the word. Yeah, for sure. So okay. To give you an idea. So it used to be in the it's in the Claremont Hotel 
which, which up until a couple of years ago was completely abandoned. It was an abandoned, like condemned, <laughs> condemned hotel. Exactly. So you would go downstairs, and it's just the trick for any place for the listeners is just like if you go anywhere, just be cool. Like you can get into anywhere in life if you're just cool. <laughs> right. Just be cool. Just, just be, be cool. cool. So like I like the first time I went there, they were just like, Oh, you got good energy. It was like, just come in. It was like there's a cover, right? And they're just like, nah, just come in. Just like cause I had you know what I'm saying? You don't come in aggressive, you don't come in weird. They just like come in. And there's like a so there's there's strippers, but cause Atlanta has like Georgia in general has great like rules for stripping. Well yeah. Georgia in general is like strip club culture's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. big pony and Right. For Magic City has the best chicken wings I've ever had in my life. That's fucking impressive. <laughs> Dude, like Magic City, like, oh, Magic City is amazing. Magic City. But in Atlanta, strip clubs are where you do business. Like, that's where, like, dudes meet up. Like, if you're not, like, corporate, like, if you're trying to handle business, it's just like, all right, cool. We'll meet at Follies and we'll discuss the terms of this business deal. Like, Follies... Magic City, the pony, the pink the pony, pink pony, motherfucking, even Cheetah, which is like a chain, but even the Cheetah in Atlanta is better than the Cheetah in like New York and shit. Right? Yeah, because New York has that weird like pasties rule, whereas <laughs> the Deep South is all like, no, whatever goes yeah, goes, like, it goes, it goes. Yeah, exactly. Nah, bro, like. Ugh. I've definitely like hooked up with strippers in Atlanta just because he's like, you different, like you got different energy. I like hanging out with you. And she's like, okay, tight. Like my house ain't that cool. It's cool enough. Pull up. Atlanta's dope, but I, just, I had a good time. I lived. I mean, I lived in Smyrna for six months at one point. So I read them. Yeah, see, I fucks with you know, what I'm I fucks with Smyrna. I I mean, it wasn't my choice. It was a job. (laughs) Making that bread. No, so, yeah. Also, Atlanta is really weird, too, because it's all, like, county-based. Yeah, it's different counties, like, in the area. I feel like, I think, because Smyrna is, like, Gwinnett County, like, and that's where, like, the Migos are from, but it's not, like, Atlanta proper. And so it's, like, a whole thing where it's all county-based, and it's, like... Cause I, I mean, I used to roll down the little five all the time. Well, little fives were like the cool, like alternative, like to switch it up, like the coat hangers, like the like the female punk band, the coat hangers. They they play in little five all the time. That's like one of my favorite. I bands. saw Terror at the Drunken Unicorn. See, first of all, Fire Bar, Fire Band. I'm sure that show was amazing. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're a straight edge hardcore band. I'm like, yeah, yeah raise my drink to you. Yeah, dude. Because no. Because people think of Atlanta as like this, just like insanely black city, and I'm just like, nah, it's wild, diverse there. Like if you really give it a shot. Well, I'm pretty sure it was Mer- it was Terror and Madball. I saw. See, like that sounds like the illest hardcore show ever, dude. Like, uh. I'm just like, I'm gonna be a drunk metalhead at a fucking yeah, hardcore and the, show. And the drunk unicorn's a fucking tight venue, right? <laughs> it's just. Uh, I mean, I saw Nile at the Masquerade while I was down there, too. I feel like we might have been at this show then, because it was like, Nile, Skeleton Witch, there's <laughs> there's like two other bands. Oh, yeah, we were at the same show. Because <laughs> 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 like, that was 2013? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was it's there, like, yeah. Nile, Skeleton Witch, 
who are the other two bands? Like, I don't even fucking there remember. There were two bigger bands that, like, um, I feel like it was, uh, why can't I think of the, it was the cowboy band. Why can't I think of the Oh, the Nut Job for a Cowboy. Yes, they were that show. They played that show. I swear to God. Oh. I'm not making that up, dude. They played that show. Because it was, you said, it was like, it was Niall, Skeleton Witch, Jalford Cowboy, and I can't remember who. Cattle decapitation? No, it wasn't. Uh, I would remember that. <laughs> Either but, way, but yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's hilarious. That we were at the same, you know, the same show as the Masquerade yeah. in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know, I like, have, didn't know. Yeah, I had wild pictures from that show. Because the Masquerade, that Masquerade doesn't exist anymore. I know. It's a fucking it's goddamn. condos now. <laughs> but the Masquerade's still a thing, but yeah, no, it's condos now. Fucking was, depressing. Yeah, dude. Fucking gentrification's a bitch. It's like, why do white people have to move in places and turn it into targets, bro? Like, because it's not legal to fucking <laughs> you know blockbust anymore. Yeah, it's just... realtors like yo, know, <laughs> realtors back in the day made cities cool because they're like, oh, white flight, get out to the suburbs, white people. Right. And now it's just like, uh, oh no! And the white people were like, oh, cities are cool again. We can move back in. Yeah, it's fucking ruin everything. It's fucking wild. This is like, all right, we'll move back in. Here's a Chipotle. Here's a Subway. Here's a, like Target. But nah, dude, that's wild. Yeah, no, we were definitely at that same show. It was like Nile Skeleton Witch. Who else played that show? Oh, I don't There's even know. Two other bands because I was definitely there because I have mad pictures from that show. Oh, I'm gonna pull up pictures right yeah. fucking now. Like I'm, I feel like I want. No, it wasn't bringing me there. Rising. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Don't be mad because you're emo, bro. I'm definitely not emo, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm emo as shit. I know you are. Liar, liar. Let's see, <laughs> taking it back. Well, let's AVN 2013. We're well. That's that's Battle Cross and fucking Alpha or. Alpharetta is a no. Place. It wasn't Alpharetta. It was uh, Macon. Macon. We ruled out. Uh, Ooh, Macon's a like Macon's a drive from Atlanta. Macon, oh yeah, like but it was like, like two I, hours. It was uh, in flames of battle cross at the Georgia Theater in Macon. Oh okay. all right. I went to a conference there for the religion that I grew up that I will never say out loud. Jehovah, right? It was the Jehovah's Witness. Sorry, mom. You've already talked about it on there before. Yeah, I know. I'd be, I'd be trying to think that I don't, but I do. But you did. Where'd that other shine at? We drank all this shine. I mean, we have to go into the bottle. It's in the brown paper bag. I'm going to get it. Do you need ice? I, I need, need ice. ice. I definitely need ice. Right, I'm getting ice. Alex is getting ice while we drink the fucking rocket fuel is going to happen momentarily. I go to metal shows all the time because it's just like there's never any cute black guys there. And it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm a decently handsome guy. I'm not like. Are uh, you able to? Oh, that jar opened like right a fucking way. Oh, no, I got the. There we go. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great for the visual. Can <laughs> <laughs> I got no soda up in here, bro? Like, this is. Oh, this is going to be brutal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I committed to this. It's all right. I committed to this. Gonna. I'm trying to find pictures of this fucking Nile show. Like I had definitely have pictures somewhere. Like uh, who the fuck else played in there? Because the the my favorite thing about the masquerade was so there was 
Like I have pictures. Like I don't understand. Like I have pictures of the vortex right there in 2012. Like Oof. that is the vortex, old. the banger bar, the banger burgers. So fire! Oh, dude, look at that shit. Uh, the banger burgers. That is like the Elvis heart attack. Fucking cheers for the oh Jesus, the- Atlanta, Atlanta. Woo! Yeah, we're just flat out drinking shine now. It needs the apple. It needs the yeah, apple. Yeah, the apple definitely mellows it the fuck out. But, um... Nah, dude. Because I love that show. I just can't think of who the... Uh, was it, it... No, it wasn't Children of Bodom, was it? It might have been. I feel like they might have headlined. Oh, there's Terror at the Drunken Unicorn. Thick. I love that venue. So Battlecross of the Georgia Theater was shortly thereafter. Dude. I I know the audience is super happy about me like reminiscing on shows from 10 years ago. It's okay. Hey, audience. Let's get into this frame. Let's get into that frame. Hey. Hey. Oh. One of my favorite nights. Me and another metalhead friend running around the electric cowboy. Uh, That's pretty sick. Love that place. Love that place. And then there's a speakeasy and like inside the pizza joint that's over on MLK. Um, it was atom- It was an atomic pizza. Was it? No, no, but I don't remember the name of the. It was near uh, Sister Louisa's Church of the Pig Pong Emporium. Yeah, yeah. Spent a lot of nights in that motherfucker too. <laughs> So on that block was back in the day was department store was across the street, and then there was sound bar that was on this side, and if you walk the other way there was Emporium, which was like the OG video game bar that eventually oh no it was Joy I think it was Joystick Joystick. Here's pictures from the Nile show. Like this is how bad my photography was that night. <laughs> Also, our phones could not handle it back in 2013. Snile, Skeleton Witch, and there's fucking... Ugh, now nah, I want to go... Th- no, you know what? This is this this makes your terrible podcast audio. Look at the midget dancing to that Nile, though. <laughs> I, so, for the audio audience, I have a picture of two um, little people fucking getting down to Nile at the masquerade. And it looks like one of the little pe- people is wearing Jenkos. And apparently, I went from Atlanta to Austin because I pictures from Hoik's Heavy Metal Pizza. This is the <laughs> next picture on my phone. Hey, man. They're not that far apart. I mean, it's just like the jointed fucking drunkenness. Like, oh, in Atlanta at a metal show. Uh, in Austin, eating pizza. Yeah. This was my life in 2013. Seven years ago. Fucking seven yeah, years. Yeah, dude. I think about the fact that. Oh, I think about the fact that I fucking graduated high school in 04. Fuck you. I graduated high school in 99. Neither here nor there. Either way. 20-year anniversary was last year. 20-year fucking reunion that our millennial asses couldn't put together was last year. Yeah, but the thing about that, right, is that they're adults. Like, 20-year reunion... That means next year, people born in the year 2000 can drink legally. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's bad enough that like I can legally fuck people that were born after 9-11. Yeah. 
No, that was like one of my go-tos for a while with dating girls. And it was just like, where were you when 9-11 happened? And oh, no, it's like, still a go-to for me. It's still a go-to. I was in fourth grade. And I was like, oh, I was a sophomore in high school. Do you know where I spent 9-11? <laughs> in a bar. I mean, I wasn't legally able to drink at that point. But one of my homies who was a year older than me was bartending in a bar. So I had an interview with Southwest Airlines scheduled for 9-11. Oof. Oh, man, that's a whole nother level. So they called me to reschedule, which was impressive as fuck at that point. Yeah, they say, okay, I get it. Right, I get it. Everyone cool? Like, right, like, is everybody all right? Right, because we didn't know it on 9-11. Right. And then I went to the bar and watched CNN in the bar for the rest of 9-11. That's how I spent my 9-11. Was that I'm, after the second ta- second plane? Oh, well, the fucking, I didn't even wake up because I was unemployed at the time. Until the second tower was hit. Okay. I so this is so old school. I had a laptop in my bed that was hardwired to my Wi-Fi. Yeah, I know you had that Ethernet cord. Yeah. Maybe it was a hardwired to my DSL, and I woke up to like my aim going bling 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 <laughs> bling bling. One of my friends like they bombed the World Trade Center. I'm like, dude, that happened like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, I remember because. The day 9-11 happened was when I got my PS2, <laughs> right? Like, because my dad, like, my dad was being cool because I had, like, a cool, he was just like, he dropped me off of high school. Like, right, it's my sophomore year. He's like, hey, before you get out, hey, look in the back of the car. And I was just like, why? And I opened it, I was like, oh, you got me a PS2. Oh, this is sick. And then we walk in. It's just like, oh, somebody ran, a, somebody lost control of a plane and ran into the first tower. And so we're in school watching the second plane hit the tower. And I'm the only one that's just like, yo, this is like, and somebody, everybody else is just like, oh man, it happened again. I was like, nah, this is an attack, bro. And then it was a whole thing. And then it turned to a, like, once again, living in Gary, Indiana, it's like, what if they just start running planes and everything? And I was just like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think we good. I think we're okay. There are no tall buildings <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. Hey, we the Sears Tower would have been the biggest fucking target okay. nearby. Right. Yeah, was, hey, we're fine. Hey, I'm not worried about it. I got fucking shithoused on 9-11. And then, like, I started, like, I remember the first time I, like, hooked up with a girl that was born in, like, the 90s, and that freaked me out. It was like this really hot German girl that I like hooked up with. She's like, I was born in 1990, and this is like, what the fuck is this? Like 2017 or something, or maybe 2016. Who knows? And I was just like, oh, this is a little weird. And now it's that's just 26. That's age appropriate, dog. Yeah, I know, but it was still jarring at the time. Yeah, it's just like, uh. Here's the thing about young girls, right? I like to have conversations after I fuck. And if you can't talk to me about like politics or like shit that I'm interested in, it's just uh. (laughs) (laughs) the. Yeah, that's not my MO. Yeah, no, bro. Like, no, I get it. I get it. It But for me, it's just like if we hook up and I can't, like, if you're not trying to hear me about why Bernie's the best, like, I just, eh. again, this is like, okay, well, this was fun. Have a good night. 
Do you leave me call you an Uber home? I'll call you an Uber home. This is once again why you go to their place so you can just leave. Yeah, but you know, with the young chicks, you know, plus you you, you know other Mexicanas, like, you know, they, they're, they're back at home. <laughs> You ain't trying to meet their dad? I'm not trying to meet Papa. You feel me? Because, like, no. It's just like, you can come, if you want to come to the crib, you can come to the crib. It's cool. They can hook up, whatever, whatever. Like, we'll get it in, and I'll make sure you get home safe. Like, I'm not going to drive you home. I'll call you the oobs. You ain't got a car, so you can't yeah. drive them home. Yeah, but I call them the oobs, and it's just, but the whole time he's like, text me so I know you're back home safe. You know, it's a classy move. Fucking classy. Move. It is a classy move. Hell, the the place I left last night. She's like, text me when you get home. Yo, when a chick tells me that, that's just so hot. Like, I love it. Or maybe I don't think she appreciated like the selfie video I shot from my elevator to my door. <laughs> All right, fair. Or she's like, "Hey, I'm home, motherfucker." I'm like, "I'm home. I had a good time." <laughs> I'm a little drunk. We had a good time. <laughs> you just want me to text you? Nope. I'm dramatic. I'm in my apartment. I'm home. Woo. Now I'm about to selfie myself. Wait, why do I have Instagram messages? We're, do, we're being meta. Like, we're on the Instagram stories. That's right. Burn my eyes. 25th anniversary tea. Eighth lit anti-capitalist social club. Anywho. Anyway. I, that was totally derailing. It is derailing. But we're drinking moonshine, so uh, rails okay, are kind of a liquid thing shine. at the moment. Actual moonshine. It's brutal. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's still, a fucking, it's still fucking brutal. Yeah, it's still intense. Literally, because I'm just like, I should go home. And then I'm just texting him. He's like, where the after hours at? Oh, you're going to make those poor choices? No, I'm going home. I'm going home. Yeah, right. No, I am Lies. <laughs> Lies. You're lying okay. to me and my audience. If I had a bunch of money and I could go just buy a couple of eight balls, yeah, sure, I'd go out. But now I'm just like, nope, responsibilities. Being I mean, I'm about to order like fucking 2 a.m. Thai food is what's going to oh, happen. Oh, no, for sure, bro. What is, what's the Thai food spot next to Harvard and Stone? Sticky something. Well, the sticky rice, but crispy not, pork gang. Is crispy my... pork gang. That's what I meant. Apologies. Because it's right next to fucking. Because I used to order it all the time. Well, they're 24 7 Thai food. Yeah, dude, it's wild. And they're the crispy pork gang. Like, crispy pork gang. If you don't pay them, they'll fucking break your legs. Yeah, dude. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Because they'd be like, ugh, go get that pineapple fried rice. And they'll be like, they'll give me a fork. And I'll be upset. Like, nah, where my chopsticks at, bro? Like, stop giving me a fork. I'm fancy out here. They like, don't give me no fork. I don't need no barbarian tools. You know what I'm saying? Give me the chopsticks, bro. My chopstick game hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, like me and my mom, like my mom saw me using chopsticks and it like blew her mind. I was just like, it's you just you keep one steady and then you move the other one. It's a super easy. Dude, I didn't learn how to use chopsticks till like 2013. So <laughs> you just keep one steady and you move the other one. Dude, I was full on barbarian tools till like 2013. <laughs> you know, I never even had sushi till 2013. Oh shit! Like, so I don't like cooked fish for the most part. Right on, because cooked fish is garbage. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not crazy about it. Deep fried, I could deal with. Right, well, uh, deep fried anything. Yeah, 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 fucking rad. Just a cooked fish. So I was, I was in New York. 
a female friend of mine's like, who wants to go get dinner with me? I'm like, oh, I do, obviously. Right. We end up in, like, some actually fairly fancy spot in Brooklyn. And as an episode, she's like, so let's get some sushi. I'm like, I don't need sushi. She's like, what are you, a bitch? I'm like, well, let's get sushi. Right. I like, I, I like that was her move. Was yeah, like, no, 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 she called me out. It's, it's so weird as a dude to just be like, as a progressive dude to be like, what are you, a bitch? And just like, I right, fuck it, whatever. Let's go. Whatever. This is outside of my <laughs> dietary comfort zone. Yeah. But you have a vagina, so I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Like, <laughs> whatever you want. Facts. I mean, that that meal was amazing, and her friend, like, robbed that bar, robbed that restaurant for us. Like, we had sushi, some other appetizer, a hundred, like, $50 fucking lobster steak dinner. Oof. Like, there were pictures of me, like, gnawing on the fucking bone from that ribeye. <laughs> So like two lobsters, a crazy ribeye, and then like everything on the dessert menu came around. It's one of those places that like did the tray thing. Like, yeah, tray it was like yeah. everything like that was on the dessert menu, and multiples of bottles of wine. Like, oh, do you want us to you know bag that last bottle of wine for you? Like, yeah, sure. The bottle that came out was not the bottle we were drinking out. It was a fresh bottle like that got bagged. The tab was like only the entree. Shit. Like, oh shit. Post I'm like, I'm a full on sushi yeah, slut. Like she yeah, turned dude. me out. Yeah, dude. She turned me out. I'll eat sushi at a yeah. dr- I'll eat sushi right now if you let me. <laughs> I'll go to Rock and Roll Ralph's and eat like day old sushi. I don't care. This is fire, dude. Like the idea of explaining like I don't know if it's it might be a cultural thing for like black and brown people or just like so okay, I get it. They didn't cook this, but I promise you it's delicious. Well, so do you want to comment on like you know black and brown people wanting you know well done fucking steak? Oh my god! Okay, so here we go. So the red in the steak is I'm I don't even you know I'm drunk I don't want to mess up the pronunciation. It's like myoglobin or myoglobin. It's not fucking blood, right? Right. But I have to explain this every time I'm with my family and we're somewhere nice and I go and they go how do you want your steak and I go medium rare. And they all look at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. And I'm just like, first of all, your well-done-ass steaks are trash. Stop it. You're burning everything up. The red in this fucking steak is not blood. It is myoglobin, and it changes color based on the fucking temperature that you give it. I'm trying to break this down to them because... My mother, my sweet, sweet mother, has always been the one that understands that I know a lot of shit. So she always backs me up on everything, which is why I love her so very, very deeply, even though she doesn't get my actual lifestyle, but she knows that I'm, like, a very intelligent dude. And I explain to them this, like, see this red in the steak? That's not, like, I literally will take the cut-up steak. Like, this isn't blood. Like, there's no blood in this state. Even if it was, whatever. Yeah, it's just like, no, it's myoglobin. I have yeah. gone down on, you know, some period fucking blood. Uh, I mean, like, you I'll- know what? Actually, I would, this is a great story. I actually, it's not even a great story. I was hooking up with this girl a few days ago, and, like, I woke up, and, like, oh, the comforter, it's just like, I was like, what's on my comforter? 
oh no she was like he was fucking me too hard and i was like you was the one saying mas duro or whatever the fuck bro like what am i supposed to do with this and now you bled all over my sheets i don't have any fucking quarters for this shit now i don't have any sheets i gotta order some new shit from amazon bro like i hate don't feel you. bad my tragic ex-girlfriend has stained my mattress yeah, no, my mattress is, well, it's not fucked. There's only one stain that got through the mattress, but my comforter is fucked. Right. I'm saying, like, the woman I've blocked on everything has stained my mattress forever. Oh, see, that's brutal. Because the worst part about that is now when you look at it, you know where it came Whenever from. Whenever I change my sheets, I'm like, yep, that was a thing. It's okay. It like, fuck it. Don't think about it. Even no, I know. It, it's comical at this point. It's like, yep. yeah, okay, good. Thanks. It's a reminder of what, like, oh, no, 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 no. Never again. Never again. And maybe again. Never again. No, it, it should be never again. But I know, the, I know the struggle. Like, my ex, like, I don't think about her, but I was drunk and watching the High Fidelity reboot. I don't know if you watched it yet. Every episode. Bruh, that shit broke, like, oh, uh, uh First of all, Zoe Kravitz is who I need to be with. Like I, have you just tried to slide her into, into her DMs? Yes? I am not. I'm going to now that we've discussed it. Cause do that shit, bruh. I don't need like because I don't like dreads and like I'm just watching this show and I'm just like, you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Like Zoe Kravitz is so fun. Neither here nor there. But I was watching it, and like when I got to the last episode, no spoilers, you're fine. And I just, I literally, my ex, who I don't care about, don't want to be back with, or none of that. I just shot her a text, and I was just like, just so you know, I tried so fucking hard. And that was the end of it. Like, I didn't, like, there's no response. I don't want a response. None of No, the response to make things worse. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, I'm watching that show, and I'm just like, because honestly, a lot of my romantic relationships are based on the for like the first high fidelity movie, where it's just like I genuinely believe that who you are is the sum of all your pop culture obsessions. Like, like these are the things that I've loved. Like, this is who I am. Oh no! I mean, I regularly, regularly will bring women over here and introduce them to Aeon Flux. Right on, classic. Class. Right. Did you like the live action AM? Never watched it. With Charlize. Never watched it. All right, fair. I wanted your opinion, but if you don't have one, it's okay. Nope, never watched it. Okay. But uh, like, I will bring women over here to introduce them to Aeon Flux and the Max. Like, okay. 90s MTV cartoons are like such a part of my fucking world. Right, right. Like, you know, one of my. Uh, she probably won't listen to this. But one of my biggest recent crushes, like, it was a whole thing. Like, we were watching, like, I introduced her to weird MTV 90s cartoons. She's like, these are amazing. I'm like, I'm so much more into what, you now. What was the, it was something, what was the, the block? It was something liquid, something. Liquid television. Yeah. And MTV's oddities. Yeah. Do you remember Undressed, bro? It was like early 2000s, like sexy MTV. It was like Christina Hendricks's first like act. Oh, Christina Hendricks. Yeah, that's, that's Broken Glass. That's to this day, woman. I would crawl over Broken Glass. That's my dream woman. But it was like her first acting job. It was called MTV Undressed. 
And it was just like dirty MTV. And it was just, when the Viacom execs were just throwing shit at a wall to see what yeah, stick. That's right, yeah. But it was also like, it only came on after midnight. It was, uh, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna make a note now to watch MTV Undressed. <laughs> it's like, well, I know what I'm fapping to tonight. <laughs> nah, but I just I just spent the whole night getting my hard drive properly organized. How do you have the hard drive organized? Like, what are the categories? It's not even categories. It's just more so like, out. You know what I'm saying? You just. I don't want to go back to the finesse where it's just like I pay for this site for a month. And I just, it's basically like how I imagine Vikings did like ratings. Like you just like. You're just like, I'm rolling through your city of pillaging, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, it's 40 bucks a month. Here's 40 bucks. Pay it. Boom. Cancel. Everything. So fucking wrong. So fucking wrong. It's like, but I still pay for people that I care about. I don't like, I pay. Here's the thing. You pay, if the, it, it's about how the paying process works. Be, okay okay you know it's just like i really like like throated right like it's one of my favorite sites in the world i pay for that and i just raid the archives and then i cancel my subscription and i'm sorry you might have to cut this out it's fine it's just, ah, i might i might not it's okay but i don't feel like it's disrespectful because it's the setup they get a flat rate. It'd be different. Like, I know how the payment works. So Just hold it down. I got pissed. Yeah, so yeah. fucking bad. It's okay. I know how the payment works. It's okay. So, favorite sites. We'll go. Throw it. Dick Trainers. Fucking. Who else do I like? Uh... Dick Trainers. Fucking oh, there's a bunch of porn tights I like that have gotten confiscated and ruined. Matt's pissing. I'm gonna drink some more moonshine. Matt's pissing. Kyle's killing it. Kyle's gonna piss as soon as Matt gets back. We out here, gang, gang, gang. Wish I was a little bit taller. Wish I was a baller. Wish I had a girl that looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat. Back in the six porn parlor. Hey. Wish I was a little bit taller. They have amazing books in this house. I collect books all the time. And we have a lot of very similar books here that I enjoy very much of. Um, I also have to pee, but where were we went before you went to pee? About my porn buying process. Yeah, your word buying process. I, uh, but I still pay for a lot of OnlyFans. It's cool. Hey, I support. I to be honest with you, I don't like supporting the full companies. I prefer just I prefer support. To support the women like directly. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's just like, no, you get like, I don't want to make old Jews fucking rich. Yeah, that's part of it, honestly. It's you like, anti-Semite. OnlyFans changed the game, and it's dope. I think it's amazing. It's just like... I'm still trying to figure out who you subscribe to. <laughs> I can't... You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could definitely tell me. I can tell you, personally. Off, uh, I off mic. <laughs> yeah, no, like... 
Because there's a couple OnlyFans that I'm definitely like pretty sure I'm on. It's just like we hooked up, and I was just like, "Yeah, you can tape it, you can sell it." I oh, care. I I know who that is. Who are you talking about? You, oh, you want me to call you out? Yeah, you can call me. Della. I think I'm on her OnlyFans. Yeah, you told me about that. Like, yeah, 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 I don't. I mean, I might not be. Who knows? I don't think she remembers me as a person, so it's cool. Oh, that's some mediocre dick laying down. If she doesn't even remember the, I'm dance. sure she probably does remember me as a person, but I haven't thought about it. Did you get some twenty two fifty seven paperwork out of that? <laughs> there, I was just like, whatever happens, like please take it. I sent you all the videos that I took from my phone. Keep all the money. Well, that is mighty white of you. Yeah, it's pretty white. Are you familiar with mug shouties? No. So this is, sorry, this is so, like, video-based. Essentially, mug shouties is just, like, hot chick mug shots. (laughs) How many of them are from Florida? A shit ton. Literally, like, River County. Boom. Who knows? Because they don't put the the cities, but it's just, like, wild, like, really cute girls that get arrested. Mug shouties is... Probably my favorite Instagram oh. account. Oh, yeah, I'm in on her. <laughs> okay, okay. Side note, my homie, my homie's Carl, he brought this up to me. Like, natural gingers, like natural ginger chicks, always have, like, really nice asses. It's really random. Not always, not always. I see, I haven't run across it yet. There are definitely some flat-ass gingers out there. But they're like, even if they're flat, they're still nice comparatively to I the mean, average white woman. I am booty. a fucking sucker for a ginger. Like uh, red hair. Like a high. I have no, no. I have fucked some rather unattractive gingers because of the red hair. Okay, same, same dude. So I definitely have. Hold on, I need to figure out what the exact word is. I have a super hair fetish. Like that's my entire like thing with women. Because. But gingers are my jam. Oh, they're so hot. I feel like this podcast is degenerated into us. This is who I'd fuck. Yeah, I know. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for, you know, just telling the audience, like, this episode sucks. Fast forward to another one. I'm just looking up the word right now. For what? Trictophilia. Trictophilia. Trictophilia? What the fuck's that, man? It's just a hair fetish, basically. It's just like I like I can't watch porn if the chick's hair is weird. Like I have a hair fetish. What is your hair fetish? Well, it's not like it just has to be like it has to work for the girl. Like I like super short hair. I like long hair. As long as it looks good, I just need to be able to touch it. That's part of the deal. All right, all right. But that's how I entirely pick my sexual partners is entirely hair based. Which is, but not body hair. Body hair is weird. Just like how the hair looks. Short hair. Super, super short hair is hot to me. Super, super long hair. Just like, as long as it looks good. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that shit. I like, I own it very, very much though. Which I think it's cool. But generally I like long hair brunettes, but I like everything else too. I'm telling you, you gotta, like, I'm sure there's ginger chicks with flat asses, but almost always speaking... Always have big booties, bro. It's a weird thing. Like, white girl, comparatively for white women, big booties. Whenever there's, like, a true natural redhead white girl, always, like, a nice ass. 
I'm going to need you to pay attention to this. I mean, I'm going to have to do a scientific study on this yeah, motherfucker. Sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Because I had to do it, too. And I was thinking about, about like all the gingers. I was like, yeah, no, they all had crazy booties, bro. Like, their asses are always crazy. But I'm a breast man, so I'm like, you know, mostly like, yeah, yeah. oh, no. how, how's the front side? No, yeah, no, I, I am a titty guy, too. I am also a titty guy. That's also a weird thing that I get into with, like, fellow Negro black men. We're just like, I'm a titty guy, bro. I like titties. What's there not to like about titties? I mean, everyone loves tits. Everyone loves tits. That's the that's the whole thing. Straight dudes love tits. Gay dudes love to grab tits. Women, Other women love tits. Women love tits. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Everyone loves tits. Everyone loves. They tits. bring life. They bring life. They do. They do. Oh wait, I'm gonna go back and look at. Say, I know. I'm, You're about to pull up tits on Instagram. Come on. I'm not pulling up tits. I was gonna look at. Why aren't you pulling up tits? Because I don't have, like, like, oh, shit, I just pulled out the fucking mug shot. Like, that drink's stupid hot. Oh, yeah, no. I'd hit. What <laughs> mug shot. So, for the audience at home, there's, like, it's just a like, very attractive redhead's mug shot. It's Instagram accounts, and it's mug shouties. It's just, like, hot chicks. Well, that one is not as hot as the redhead who was once on screen. Yeah, I'll pull it back up. Redhead's pretty close to it. It's pretty impressive. Like there she is. Yeah, she's stupid hot. She is pretty fucking attractive. (laughs) Let me see. What's her name? I don't know. They don't put names. They're all mug shots. They're being classed. I mean, she's only driving with a suspended license. Like she ain't even violent. Yeah, no, it's not even like a bad one. Most of them are not bad. If you honestly look, most of them are just like. Because they live in shitty states where it's just like marijuana possession. And just like, just move to LA, dude. You would have never gotten arrested. For <laughs> what the fuck? Like, the, the app's fucking up. The algorithm's no, no, no. fucked up. No, no, that was just the one dude. Because he got arrested for murder. So it was like intense. <laughs> but everything else is. Everything else is like, mm, reasonably attractive woman. Yeah, no, but that dude got arrested for murder. That's uh, That's pretty intense. But yeah, like. Mug Chowdies is the move. <laughs> this dude is arrested for battery and dousing someone in ap- with apple juice. Let me see. Is that the baby? It's the baby. He's like a, He's the biggest rapper in America right now. So that's why he's on here. How white I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. Then we go here. Like, look at her hair and her face. Like, uh. oh yeah, I would definitely bang young Sarah Silverman. Or, yeah. There we go. I don't know how this podcast did, did, you know, just the fell apart to like this, but us going through an Instagram post of convicts. It's okay. It's mug shouties. They're so hot. But like, oh, hey, convict. I will put some <laughs> fucking ramen in your fucking consignment. All day. I'll get, I'll get you all the ramen, boo. What's up? Like, just let me hit. I'll get you all that ramen. Nah, I don't even need to hit, bro. Like, let me just come in. I'm going to come in. Like, you know, cuddle her in jail. I just watched the fucking... Did you watch the Unabomber documentary on Netflix? I did not. It's good. First of all, it's great. It's wild. Like, even for the Unabomber, who's a creepy, disgusting dude, there's still women that are just like... Of course! He's famous. Yeah. Like, there's the... It's such a fucked up dichotomy where, like, if you just get famous enough, some women are just like, I'm down. Yeah. I don't care what you're famous for. You're just famous. And it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. He's just like, um, 
going back to the whole, I don't want to fuck anyone who doesn't want to fuck me. I think about being on tour where it's just like, mm, those girls are going to want to fuck. Oh no. Oh no. Women will want to fuck you while you're on tour. Yeah, oh but no. Here's the thing, right? Like, I'm going to be in the South, like the deep South. Anal. Terrifying. No, anal's not terrifying. Can't get pregnant that way. I don't like anal, dude. I think it feels weird. I know. I know. I'm like the only man in the world that's not like into anal. Primarily, I'm not into anal. I've definitely done anal like as like a dominance move more than like a wanting to get off move. See, like even like I put it and I'm just like, nope, doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. I'm not into it. And I've tried. I've tried enough. And I just, I'm, I don't like it. And I always feel. Like, All right, there's nothing wrong. If you're not into it, you're not into it. It's like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I always feel weird for not being into it. And just like. Uh. Just because modern pornography tells you you should be into it doesn't right. mean you oh, need no. to be into it. Yeah, no. I try not to be dictated by that. But It's a, a wise move. Do not be dictated by modern pornography yeah. or even classic pornography. Yeah. Just like, mm, I like vaginas feel way better. Generally, yes. Yeah, just like, okay, cool. Like, anal's great. Like, if if who I'm with is into it, sure, I will participate. But generally speaking. You're like, that's not the hole I'm aiming for. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. And I always feel like part of it is just like, should I keep trying? And I'm just like, every time I try, I'm just like, nope, I don't like this. I'm going to go wash my dick off and get back into your vagina, because I'm also not just going to get back into your pussy, because, you know. That's how diseases look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to create... What was the Brad Pitt movie with the disease? Was it 12 Monkeys? I mean, yes, that was the super flu one. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, nope. Before Corona was a thing. It was just like, mm-mm. I'm going to clean this off. You go in the bathroom, clean this off, and get back in your vagina. I definitely have anal with a woman who's got super self-conscious that she shut on my dick. I'm like, whatever. I know what I'm doing. I'm trolling for oil. Right. Yeah. No, like, because I'm super, I'm very into, like, eating ass. Like, I'm not, like, it's a newer thing for me. It's like, nope, did we just shower and clean this off? All right, cool. Whatever. I'll eat your ass. Fine. It's a, it's a new frontier for me. And I try to explain to the homies, it's not like you're jumping in the pool. You're just walking around the pool. Right, right. I'm not, like, in the pool. I'm just tiptoeing around the pool. Tickling the pool. Tickling the pool. Exactly. I understand. I comprehend your shit. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not super into ass stuff, but if I'm out, if, I'm, if we're showering beforehand, yeah, I like that asshole. It's a new, it's a new game for me. Right, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I, I support it. I support it. But on top of that support, it is actually about the time we're gonna call the last call on this motherfucker. Um, yeah. Alex Ludovico. Cheers. Where can I find your album? Where can I find you on the socials? So, all that fun shit. So everything: Instagram dot com slash Alex Ludovico, Twitter dot com slash Alex Ludovico, A L E X O U D O V I C O. My entire name is based on a clockwork orange, but it's a whole other thing. But Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Alex Ludovico. Is Where do they find the new album? New album is on every DSP, on streaming. If you're a Spotify, Apple Music, all you have to do is type in Alex Ludovico. 
the red one is here run pops up right away. It'll be the first thing you see. It is a lovely little red ghost drawn by my co-producer Grift's amazing child Proton Beats. He's amazing. The Rowdy Kids crew, just the art directing of it. It's going to be absolutely amazing and wonderful. If you really care about rapping and rap music, you'll love it. Or even if you don't really care, but you like good music, you'll love it as well. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Thank Just you. check that shit out. Thank you for having me, man. Always Cheers. a pleasure. Always a fucking pleasure. Always a fucking pleasure. I mean, this is your third appearance on the show. Third so. appearance. Third appearance. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at Slayer. You can find the <laughs> podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter. And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Drink the fuck up.